0: You are dressed in all my clothes It you the It's cold out the sun
1: Welcome to The right Film, my name is Sean
2: my name's Steve, I'm Thomas, and I'm Harvey Gladden.
1: Alright guys, coming up we got a review of Thoroughbreds, we're also going to be doing some uh, stuff that we watched during the week, and uh, I guess we're going to be talking about the Oscars from last week. Uh, we did play games, so we'll be uh, discussing who won, and what are the ramifications for uh, losing. But, yeah, um, sure. how was everybody's week? How was your week, Steve?
3: Yeah, I always go first. Uh, You're right to my <laughs> right.
2: Uh, what is happening? <laughs> what are you doing? This is that's not good audio, man. It's
3: never good audio. <laughs> it's been a okay week. It's been it's been fun. I've been working a lot. Any shoots this week? There have been a lot of shoots. Really? Yeah. No I mean, invite. I mean, I tried to invite you to last week, but you didn't want to go. I was working. Yeah. See, that's a problem. <laughs> you should have called out. Uh, because last week was kind of fun. This week's shoot was kind of boring.
1: I heard that uh, you saw Priyanka Chopra.
3: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah? yeah? How was it? She is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life, like, in person. Really? <laughs> she's gorgeous. It's insane. Mm. Yeah. You know, sometimes we see celebrities you're like,
1: huh? Eh? Is she skinny?
3: No, she's not, like, skinny. She's, like, just very, like, it's not like saying she's thick. She's just, you know, she has a really nice body. Dumb
1: thick? Mm. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> the
3: fuck was what? <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> Explain. I don't want to talk about it. Okay uh yeah all in all it's a good week man it, see i completely forgot this week like what I, I was doing
1: yeah you were blowing up the group messaging with that so i was curious
3: <laughs> I, was i i was just because i i, I was just i was you just throwing like, it out Dude! i didn't <laughs> know it was her until like i saw it i'm like oh shit ah. as i were doing this interview with the uh, with her and i was just wanting to put it what out there what
1: was it for a commercial
3: uh yeah for something she was promoting
1: clothes or cologne
3: i don't know good morning america was there she was like doing a live thing and we were there too Basically, yeah, interesting. Good morning. interesting.
1: You guys went to their studios or they no. came to you guys?
3: No, I went to the Empire State Building. That was my first time up there. I was up nice. pretty high. 77.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it like snowing that day?
3: It was snowing real bad. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, was it a good view?
3: Uh, we opened the window. <laughs> so I was with this photographer there. And this guy uh, does a lot of climbing. Like he does a lot of like actual like he climbs buildings and goes all up to the top and does photos. You seen that shit? Like climbs buildings? Yeah, like he sure hangs his yeah he hangs his feet off, feet off fucking things. And it's just like he parkour. Basically, yeah, I, guess, I don't know. I guess I mean, or is, he's, it, or is it more oh, like the guy yeah, that, yeah, that you talking about. he does like a lot of free climbing photography? Like they just go into buildings and roofs and like go into structures and like climb and they Did take he, photos. He, this is the kid I met, right? No, you, this is a different guy, Justin. No, yeah, oh. it's a different guy. Oh, okay. And I was, I was. How many of these guys you know? I know a lot. <laughs> apparently, I'm like knowing more as, as time continues. But he was just like, he's like, man, let's see if we can like open this window. And I'm like, all right, we open up the window. I don't think we were supposed to. We open up a window. And he's like taking photos outside the window. That's he's sticking his hole. like. They they only mm-hmm. open like yay much like this that much. We got so- sucked through. <laughs> Dude, I, I was like, <laughs> so I opened the window up, and I was like taking a photo with my phone. And the whole time, I was just like this. My hand was like this. Whoosh, like, it was just getting pulled away. It was that fucking windy. Oh, yeah, yeah it was, I was surprised, man. He was sticking his, like, Canon 6D out the window and with, like, no problem. no, And he didn't have, like, a wrap or anything around. He was just, like, going like this, taking photos. I'm like, ah, uh, panic oh, attack. Fucking white people. Yeah, I was, I was telling him we should uh, go do some photography like that. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to tr- yeah, see man, if I can join him. parkour photography. Yeah, it'll be fun. Doing right. that shit around the city. Backflips off
4: off a roof onto a car. Snaps a photo. Parkour. <laughs> what did you do, Shovel? Uh, that's a good question, man. Um, you know how like some of us have like interesting stuff going on during the week and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. don't have any of that, so. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want I to hear
1: about the mundane shit, though. I
4: can't. That's even what people really. It's for. my life is so mundane that I can't even think of anything mundane that happens.
1: What time does your day start? Yeah. What time?
4: What's your, your average use? wake up time? Well, it depends. I work a. a Multitude of morning and night shifts, and I alternate. Uh, so I mean, I guess you were working. Sometimes or, what, they start at eight in the
2: morning. Sometimes they start. But at. What's a typical like? Let's what's, say you get up at eight. What is Shomo eating for breakfast?
4: Uh if, if I don't, if I don't like cook eggs and a bagel at home, I'll uh, maybe I'll walk to the train, stop at Dunkin', grab a, a, bag bagel, a bagel, a big bagel, egg, and whatever, and then I'll. Uh, what are we doing?
2: i <laughs> just i just want to get inside uh, your day i just I, I just want to see where it all goes wrong but I uh see the room oh no those just,
3: days aren't the days that
1: what it goes time wrong. do you start hitting up the group chat
2: yeah that's what i want to know i want to know what as, soon as, what as soon as, as he wakes up the conversation <laughs> well
3: this. i just found something out and i'm slowly realizing i, I find i text tom and i'm just like i kind of get you now i get i what? get how? when you're talking about like how the way you're kind of restless when you sleep and you always wake up with headaches and shit. Well, that's, I and think I'm that's like, a mild case of sleep apnea. But that's what I'm saying, like, because I understand why you wake up and then you immediately just, text us. <laughs> I just don't get
4: how people wake up in a good mood. Like I don't, or like I don't get how they wake up feeling energized. Like it, it like I have to force myself to like finally have energy.
0: That's so dramatic. <laughs> I, and I just fathom. don't. I just
4: don't get it. Like when I wake up, I just don't. I don't feel like doing a fucking thing until I wake up.
3: That's weird. I wake up and I usually try to hit the gym. Sometimes, I can't do it. I just, no. I just I just like, like my keep going with my day. My nerves get
4: increased. Like the if I walk out of if I get out of bed and just walk outside, things will make me more angry way easier than they would if I was awake.
1: You get up, sit down for a second, look at your life and just say, Let's start to charade again. That's you.
4: Yeah, no, nothing too mundane or out of the ordinary of mundane, I guess. Um just I did a lot of editing. Cool, cool. Which uh it's maybe good? we'll maybe we'll talk about after we hit stop on the recorder here.
1: Cool. What about you, Harvey?
4: Um what does your
1: day look like?
2: My day is I think the um, listeners time you really want to know what our yeah. lives are like. Maybe you should yeah, tell
1: them. Yeah, we us. never go too deep into it.
2: My day starts pretty late compared to most people. Um what, t- what time do you go into work? I usually get to work between ten thirty and maybe ten fifty dream. Yeah. Um so I wake up pretty pretty late. Um what do you eat for breakfast, bro? Um it's usually a pretty <laughs> light breakfast. It's usually like an apple or an orange. See, or given
4: my job, I can't do that. It because we
2: don't get lunch breaks.
4: have so.
1: never seen your ass eat apple.
2: I eat apples all the time. Yeah, just wait, like, just like where the fuck in this apples? household? Yeah, where the fuck are these apples? In this There's household? Apple's in the fridge right now. Open that shit up right now. I'm not doing that, but I eat <laughs> apples.
3: <laughs> I want to well, see this goddamn so we're gonna, apple you're we're gonna, talking
2: we're gonna, about. We're
1: gonna check from Shomo here. He's checking the fridge. Uh, Any the apples? What the fuck is going on? Somebody's claiming to eat apples. I've never seen you eat apples. <laughs> yeah, I just realized oh, I that. Good apples. call. Good I've call. I never heard you said the word apple. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's, he's
2: bullshit. I'm not full. Yo, of shit. man, where's these apples? I just realized I live here I, and I've never seen an, an apple. I made you buy me apples one time.
3: Yeah, that one time.
4: I just want to be uh, very transparent to our listeners. Uh, There are no apples in the fridge. Okay, sorry. I Um, I don't want to do this to you, Harvey. But other than for the sake of honesty,
2: other than eating a lot of apples this week, (laughs) I I just worked a lot. You know, um, working on a game and uh, just trying to make sure that's stable. Things like that. Um, Cool. Yeah,
1: it's good to hear. Uh my week was pretty uh quick. I feel like we just recorded. But uh my day usually starts at nine. Um that's when I'm supposed to be in at work as well. Um I usually show up to work like thirty five minutes late. Breakfast? But, um I usually uh skip breakfast. My hunger doesn't kick in until like
2: twelve. That's cause you skip breakfast.
4: You know what's but weird I'm, though? I never crave my my, my no. hunger kicks in as soon as my eyes open in the morning. And I don't get how people... Really? Yeah, I hate it. You like, really don't get how people just live life
2: in general? Dude, theater. I don't
4: get how people wake up and they're like, I'm good nutritionally until like 12 o'clock. That doesn't make any sense I mean, people
2: me. don't... That's not the average person.
4: I, everybody I talk to is like, yeah, I don't really like eating breakfast. I, I need a, at least a couple hours. What the fuck does that mean?
2: That's because if you skip breakfast, your metabolism slows down.
1: That's weird. Because uh, when I wake up, the idea of eating food grosses me out. No, it's like my first priority.
3: Yeah, when I wake up, I, I try to eat something before I head because, out. Or I when I understand eat your when body I get to work. because my body, say
4: you get a full eight hours of sleep, you don't really go eight hours a day without eating. So, like, going eight hours of sleeping...
2: Yeah, well, you're sleeping. You're you're, liking, your uh, body actually is
4: working pretty hard when you're sleeping. Nah. Recharging, bro.
2: Not as hard as when you're awake.
4: Well, you still have a metabolic rate and I you mean, still...
2: You're not texting. You're not complaining in the group chat when you're sleeping. So like, yeah, I'm all that physical activity that you do. I do that in my dreams, day, bro. It's not happening.
1: He wakes up in in fright. Did I tell the guys? I that? Actually,
4: dream about what I'm going to text you guys in a dream, and then I wake up and do it in real life. It's kind of a
3: great life. Yeah, it sounds pretty
2: terrible. Not you gonna guys want to talk about some movies?
4: Yeah, I just want to say, for if this is your first time listening, I want you to know that we if, don't go around the you're
1: table. You're I'm sure you're like, what the. F-? Fuck like if if you
4: start on this episode, if go back on this
3: episode, and then they and then they reach this far. I, mean, I don't think they reached this far. They definitely didn't. They already turned it off. I'm like, well, fuck this. I, I, just, don't, I, I don't, just, want them else. to
4: know that we don't start every episode with a, uh, "What do you okay. eat for breakfast? What's your daily routine like?" We're, We're just usually talking about, well,
2: although we will.
1: This is the Seinfeld podcast. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's not really about anything, is it? Yeah, it's not about anything. But I am excited to talk movies, mainly because uh, I heard Steve lost. And I heard that he watched something that I really wanted him to watch, and I didn't give it to him.
1: Yes, yeah, Steve did lose the game last week. He rolled a one. What did he watch? And then I assigned him the Florida Project. Oh! Will he deliver? Stay tuned.
4: Okay. Till now. Steve, did you watch the Florida Project?
3: Uh, the whole world. I haven't missed a movie yet, so yes, I've watched it. All right. Bold uh, statement. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it was all right. That's my review. Now for your real review.
2: No, that was that's it.
3: <sighs>
2: give you us better give tell us how right much here. you love Sean Baker.
3: I mean, he's he's okay, I guess. Oh, okay. I need
4: Is to hear really him, Steve.
2: Steve. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> i real I'm just, review. I'm now? just
3: fucking with Tom just because he's like wants to hear. No, it's actually uh, all right. So I watched Florida Project. Uh, Florida. Florida. I guess uh, you don't
1: have to go too deep into the plot yeah, we we yeah, heavily we, discussed it. once. Yeah,
3: heavily discussed it. If you don't know already, it's just basically about this this like this young child who's experiencing life in this hotel right right outside uh, Disney World. Right, these long this stay is a mo- This is a motel. Yeah, Sorry, they're not quite there yet. Hotel. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're ever going to be there. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, and I would say I really love this movie. I think it's phenomenal. I think uh, I think what he was able to do. I really like Tangerine uh mm-hmm. his first film and watching this I, i'm only excited to see what he does next i think he captures uh he, like humanity in a very interesting way in terms of like how people interact with one another and how the way children interact this is the first time i watched like kid actors and wasn't fucking annoyed and i feel like the things they said and the things they did were were true mm-hmm. to to how it is in life. So it was kind of like it,
1: a, Did you did it uh, bring you back to some days in Florida? Oh yeah, man. This definitely like some remind, of the cow pasture stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of just elements. I think uh the one thing that definitely brought me back was the palmetto bugs. Uh, yeah. If you don't know what that oh, yeah. that is, it's basically that fucking loud ass noise you hear around like sunset. You just hear like this just chirping.
4: It's weird. I think if you live in if you lived in Florida for any like period of time, this movie in your childhood that is. It, like like when they're breaking into the abandoned house. Oh yeah, that was and like breaking shit. Do you know how many fucking times we did
0: that? I mean, yeah, exactly.
3: Like the thing he cat I think he's just able to capture just like I hate to say poor people or just not even poor people, but just like normal Economically depressed. Yeah, trash. just like I feel like just normal people so well. Like he's just like the things they do, especially in small well, this is not technically a small town since so it's Orlando, but like basically the outskirts. Like places that tourists don't go or whether rich or not, you know? Uh and it captures kind of like the mundanity of life but yet all the way through when you look at it through the child's eye it's it's so exciting and fun Uh, they find joy in like the little stupid things that most people would just be like blow over or i
4: mean they're blocking out their misery
3: like somehow
2: yeah like those never mind like the bath scenes yeah when you think about those yeah those are so great
3: yeah there's a lot of like phenomenal scenes i like Willem defoe a lot i Again, he felt like I think Sean Baker was able to capture that like human that 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 human emotion in terms of just like his character. Like he felt like a real person. It wasn't like sometimes you can kind of tell especially when you're using a major of a big actor with a lot of non-actors, you can kind of see them like stand out. But I think he just blends in so well with the rest of the cast and he really feels like an authentic person. That's uh, my
2: favorite thing about Florida Project is that he made Willem Dafoe look like a person. Yeah. <laughs> Willem Dafoe is, never so, thought. is so good at being sinister. Yeah. And just looking like a creature. And and,
4: and they made him into like the most warming, loving <laughs> yeah. guy ever.
3: I think I think my one of my favorite parts when uh, one of his I mean he has a lot of great moments in this movie just because he's like kind of like this weird like fault like I would say like just like overseer in a way, like yeah. he just yeah. watches over everyone. You know, that's
1: why I really want him to win the yeah. The Oscar. It would have been
3: great if he won. It
1: would have been a good role or a good actor in that role too. I I think uh, William H Macy. I could see him in a role like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. It kind of already
4: great. looks like he manages a hotel. Yeah, yeah, he
3: does. He gives off that vibe, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially like mustache. Uh, yeah. William H Macy. Yeah, I can see that. No, this this movie was amazing, and uh, I I. I I think that's the most important part I think he's able to capture like normal people and everyday people in their scenarios and he mm-hmm. uses a lot of like non-actors or just big name actors and he's able to do it brilliantly and I love that whole I love I love how the way just throughout the movie you have like these helicopters that like ferry people in. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love how the way it just it was just there and I was watching A Round Table and the Def- uh, DeFoe basically said like yeah like we have to just work through that. Like, that shit wasn't planned. Yeah, yeah. It's I just know. like, they just. I was went- that
4: in the Q&A we
3: went to. Yeah, like, it's uh-huh. just like, those scenes were just like, how the way they were. Like, you know, because that's the way people are, you know, like when you live right next to those things. And, uh, no, I give this movie a five out of five. I thought it was pure, it was brilliant. Hell yeah. And, uh, great. Something about, uh, what's her name? What's the mom's Br- name? Maria Br- uh, Vign- Vignate or something. I don't know something. why, but I fell in love with her. She's so really? trash. I and follow I love her on her. Instagram, but, like, she's a little.
4: All right. She, no, I don't know if ever this. No, no, I don't know if I, she's I, trashy in
3: real life, but she just able. He was able to capture it so well, and I was loving every second. I'm just of not going to say anything. Yeah, she's just like, especially that fighting scene. I was just, I've never <laughs> been so emotionally confused. I was a mixture of just like frightened and turned on at the same time. Mm-hmm. She was just like breaks down over. She's not break down the door, but she basically punches that girl out, and I was just like, holy shit. Mm, yeah. You are into, huh? into that shit, huh? You into that? I guess so. And I did. I, well, I'm just finding. I'm finding things out about myself watching this movie. I was like, oh, well, that shit.
4: Latin rage in you, bro. I
3: was just like, that's that's. I guess what I need in my life right now Just someone to punch me. I guess. Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs> it's your heart calling back to Florida. You want a Florida girl? The trash. I want a, I want a Florida
3: yeah. girl. Uh, no, it was a phenomenal movie. It was a good choice, Sean. Thanks for uh, cool. I'm glad that you always give me these gems. You know, some people just give me, you know. Some yeah, i got to stop eh. giving
1: out gems. I'm gonna start giving out trash. I was
3: actually portions. hoping I'm gonna give trash too. I was like hoping last week you were gonna give me a shitty movie, and I was specifically wanting like a UFO movie, like those like undiscovered truth files, some bullshit like that. That's what I wanted.
1: Yeah, those I'll have to like send you the link <laughs> <laughs>
4: to watch it, dude.
3: It's like some black water, like dude. <laughs>
4: what at home I have a stack of burned DVDs, they're all conspiracy documentaries. And oh, yeah? I swear to God, it's this high?
1: Dude, Hulu has a great uh, selection of won't that stuff. I will tell you
4: where I got them. It has, it's, it has to do with the old Japanese guitar teacher. You, I know, who you know, know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, man, we should watch them That's sometime.
1: so funny. That person's name comes up a lot in where I work. Why? Because we have a lot of Japanese guests. And, oh, you just see the name yeah. a lot? Yeah. Cool. Do you want to move along or do you have something else? Just want to get off your chest. I uh,
3: watch thoroughbreds. I guess we can talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, right we'll, now, we'll come back <laughs> around. then. We'll come back around. Okay, sh- uh, Shomo. Sure, I'll go. Um, so you uh, get one movie, man. Pick pick wisely. I actually only watched
4: one movie. So. Oh, wow, it was perfect. Then
1: he, he he plans it out. <laughs> hey, I only get one. I'll
4: watch one. It just like the the week just like goes by, and then you're like, I'm like, maybe I should squeeze one more in. Give to us watch. a
1: five minute review of your five minute
3: viewing of mute. Oh yeah, you said you started watching that. Put it on. Tell, I, put it on.
4: You know what's weird? I tried to watch a lot of movies this past week, and I didn't get through any of them except one. Uh, I did put on mute, and um, I just couldn't do it. I, like all <laughs> the bad things people told me, and like the fact Wait, you that think I, I was lying to you? No, I didn't think you were lying. But I was thinking maybe I'd find something in it, or maybe it'd be an entertaining. Watch. <laughs> it was all
3: true. <laughs> um,
4: but uh, like the first five minutes, I'm like, this feels sloppy. Like. Uh, like I couldn't do it. I didn't buy anything. I'm like, all right, I can't.
3: Didn't you feel like the main character had just way too many traits? Yeah. He was, was like, like Amish and guy? a mute, and he knows how to fight yeah, karate. I give a fuck about him. Like it, it, I also turned
4: on uh, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. How I did that turn see- out? Uh, I'm going to rewatch it. I think there's something there. I want to watch some Michael Bay action. What do you movies think? Movies I, I almost is there? watched. Yeah, what the, it's a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. What do
3: you? What what gems? Have you ever listened to a fucking interview with this schmuck? I These like. The shit he I like. Says? I, I like. Could pull out quotes right now.
4: I still like movies he's done though.
2: You guys ever see? Um, there's like a Painting Samsung. And no. Oh, when he's talking. <laughs> yeah, there's like a <laughs> Samsung. Uh. Like, oh, briefing he walks or off something. stage. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, the prompter wasn't <laughs> yeah. working or something, and he and didn't know like, what to yeah, say. Uh, I said <laughs> that shit. He's like, I'm sorry. And he just walks off stage. <laughs> uh, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the funniest videos yeah, I've ever seen. In life. I had to track that down. <laughs> Dude, it's like. That's Dude, he, what he was saying. on stage for,
1: like, less than 12 seconds. Yeah.
2: He was like, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Well,
4: anyways, I uh, <laughs> I like. I want to watch war movies. So, I don't know. I'll probably, I'll probably get through that shit. Uh, but I actually watched a full movie. Movies you almost watched. Yeah.
2: New a, new, a new section, yeah. a new podcast within a podcast by yeah. Tom Mishama. So let's
4: uh, let's move on. to What I did watch was uh, Split. You guys, you guys heard of this movie? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, this is um direct written and directed by M Night Shyamalan. Is that his name. Well, that's racist. <laughs> that's not racist. This is a funny name. I don't I don't think any other Indian people have that name. I don't know. Somebody's got it. I know, but it's not. It's parents. <laughs> it's it's just not. Uh, I don't see it often. Uh, Shyamalan, to be correct, I guess. But uh, my girlfriend, who is sitting in the other room, she really, really wanted me to watch this for months and months. I was like, I'll watch I'm it with, with you. you. Fine. Um, so I sucked it up out of obligation.
3: Can I give you a quote by Michael Bay? Yeah. Let's hear a Michael Bay quote. Uh, real quick. quick, I got two that just kind of summarizes surmises like who he is as All a right, person. Let me hear <laughs> I make movies for teenage boys. Oh dear, what a crime. So he's owning up to the fact that he knows that he makes Okay, like, so there's nothing wrong with that. He's like he's like, Maybe I just have a younger voice than many other directors. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you're saying you're a fucking man child? Like
3: basically, like it's just like
4: he There's is. better Michael Bay quotes out there. I've oh, heard. no.
3: I, I'm looking through most of them. These are
4: pretty good. So, I watched Split. It's uh, yeah, starring James McAvoy. Mm. We got Aunt Anya Taylor-Joy, who's in Thoroughbreds, ironically.
2: And I feel like the We've witch. talked about this movie a lot, have we?
4: Uh, Sean Not. reviewed it a long time ago, like episode one. Then and I reviewed it. Did you? And then oh. I reviewed it. Oh, shit. So... All coming around. So once you
3: so once you review
4: Someone this movie, assigned it to me. I don't think
3: uh, I'm think, just. I'm
4: think just Steve I don't think a me. new viewpoint on
3: a movie is bad as long as I keep. it. But great. Harvey's worried because if you do review this movie, that is going to be the awakening sign for Cthulhu to rise up to the sea and like, suck us all in. So just think about it. You're ending Why? the world. We've all reviewed. Yeah, that was my concern.
2: <laughs> that was absolutely it.
4: You got Haley Lou Richardson, who's also in Columbus. I like her. Um, yeah. But mainly James McAvoy playing uh, a guy with multiple personalities. But yeah, three girls are kidnapped by a man with a diagnosed twenty-three distinct personalities. They must try to escape before the apparent emergence of a frightful new twenty-fourth. You gotta like the way I did that?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I just I, got, I found a, I found another gem. Such theatrics. I don't change my style for anybody. Pussies do that. <laughs>
2: I can't believe no, there's no way he said that. He didn't say dude, that, dude. I, I think like I'm finding these that. quotes. Pussies do that,
3: <laughs> dude. This is insane. This, kid, oh yeah, he did an interview with GQ. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's the place to do it. Okay. So, uh, I, from what
4: I understand, some of you really like this movie. Uh, first, mm. I think Harvey may have some choice words about it. I don't remember. I honestly can't remember a thing you said about
2: it. I thought yeah. t- that. I'll have to go back. I thought it was man, but. They, I think they really liked it. I Man, I was, loved it.
3: I was hyped on that show. I still am. Yeah. Well, let's see uh, where I fall.
4: Okay. With you guys or with Hari. Uh Don't be peeking at my notes.
2: I can't read that far.
4: <laughs> so uh, I really liked uh, the first two acts of this movie.
3: It's really engaging.
4: I, read. I That's exactly what I thought you said. I can't read. We have, he has an emotional breakdown.
3: Dan is the worst podcast we've
4: ever
0: done.
3: Oh no, it's great. We told you we were phoning this one in. We all came from brunch. We're all in a very brunch-centric mood.
0: We're all devolving here.
3: Yeah. All
4: right, let's let's bring it back. Do the right film. Here we go. Uh, I really <laughs> like the first two acts of this movie. I think it's like engaging and it leaves you like wondering what's going to happen next. Uh, and like you're trying to put the pieces together as if you were the one being kidnapped in this movie, right? Um, and the girls, I really like the girls too. It sounds weird and creepy, but what I mean by that is, uh, I like that.
1: I didn't think about it until you said it.
4: (laughs) So like, you know, when a lot of kidnapped victims, they'll act like really weak sometimes. Sure. Uh, I think they did a good job in making these ones seem like brave, but in a reasonable way. Like they didn't do anything too stupid. Yeah. Um, they did everything they probably could.
3: It's like have. it's like they they're basically grew up in a generation where they were like force fed these videos, like what to do when you're kidnapped, so're yeah like they're all like like this is what we're supposed to do
4: yeah I, I like that um part of it uh, as for James McAvoy, a lot of people are talking about how incredible it was. I can't say that I'm a hundred percent impressed I know um Harvey's with me here uh I know it's impressive to play multiple like, personalities, but I didn't feel, like, attached to any particular personality. I feel like he was just switching off impressions. Like, Jim Carrey can just switch back and forth between all of his impressions, and he's good at it, right? But for the sake of, like, becoming a character, I didn't feel like he became a character. Well,
1: that's the question of the movie mm -hmm. itself as well, whether whether he believes that he are these personalities or whether he's imitating somebody that, you know, he can pass. Well,
4: the question in my head is answered. It's that he's... I'm talking performance-wise. Like I I'm just saying like I just think 20 that many personalities is a lot to like try to convince the audience that he uh I don't know. I I didn't think they made it so that it could convince you that you don't know the answer to that question. Cuz in my mind I know the answer to that question based on the performance. But I don't because I don't know like what mm-hmm. the writer and director actually meant, but like just a personal thing um none of his like his personalities feel like a centerpiece of the film and uh there's like a few that are like stick out more than others and only a handful of them are really important and uh i don't know i kind of the way people were talking about this movie i thought they were going to go in depth to everyone um which i find impossible in two hours but
3: I feel like I feel like why everyone was so impressed is because they weren't expecting this movie to do anything. I think that's why honestly this movie's gotten so much hype. Me expected to, like, to do like they anything? like they weren't I feel I like mean, there wasn't much hype behind this movie at also, all. Also you're,
1: you're you're also going into the movie where a director was known for the last 10 years of his career as one of the worst. Right. Yeah, like but so, I'm not I'm ignoring
3: that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I think that's why like hearing spe- hearing people say like, "Oh man, this performance is worth like phenomenal" because I don't think people really were expecting I just, didn't think the, I just yeah.
4: didn't think the performances were yeah. phenomenal.
3: Well, that's, no, I mean, that's your opinion. Yeah. And I agree. I agree. You're, you know, if you feel that way, you feel that way. But I'm just saying, I think the there's expectation. And I feel like people were just kind of like, that's what I mean by like when people are saying it's, I think it's just unexpected. That's, yeah. I think that's where it's coming from. I All don't right. think there's like any, you know, so uh, that's my thoughts.
0: Okay.
4: On life. Well, um, I mean, some things I did like, like, like I said, the first two acts, I really enjoyed the suspense there, the, the plot build up there. The cinematography is really good. I think this guy shot it follows, which I thought the cinematography and that was incredible. Um, and I, I like the setting too, like visually, like where the girls are being captive and, you know, you find out where that. I won't spoil it, but you find out where that is at the end of the movie. Um, and, uh, the film answers questions by the end of the film, but I didn't feel like satisfied, you know? And, what what is spoiler when you're talking about this movie? I mean, it's a little. The old.
1: very ending would be some spoiler. Yeah, like but like, what if,
4: what if you're talk about? I mean, and then we well, could cut w- this out if need be. But like the fact, uh, people oh, right, are saying say he's spoiler. building a universe. What was oh, that? People are saying that like M Night is building some sort of
3: universe,
4: right? He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. But this I this is an origin story.
3: Yeah, but I was like also, uh, I was reading an uh, interview, and I, I he's been wanting to be, he has been wanting to do this for a long time. I just think, uh, at the rate he's going to do it, it's not going to be effective.
4: Like, considering the last movie that, well, that's a spoiler, but, um, I won't talk about it, but, uh, basically what I wanted out of this movie was the aspects of it that were similar to 10 Cloverfield Lane, where these people being held captive were trying to figure out this, what's going on with this dude, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, um, I would have rather just figured it out through them with some more like plot, like build up and like more uh more spending more time with him in that little area with them. But a lot of times he's with the doctor and I think they put the the the, uh, the doctor woman there to uh, kind of reveal or explain his disorder to us without actually like letting us figure it out through like screen yeah. time or whatever. Um, so I didn't really like any of the scenes there and they were crucial to understanding what's going on, but I just think maybe there was another way to do it or maybe yeah. be a little bit more ambiguous. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't feel a hundred percent satisfied. The, the last act, I didn't feel the suspense cause I was like, it started to go into like a dire- a certain direction, which is spoiler, but I won't say what, but, uh, I just didn't really care about the, uh, I really the liked I liked the
3: last act. I really did. I liked the, the first two acts. I liked I Man, I really love this movie. I I liked all aspects of it. It was something it's definitely something up my alley. Um and, uh, yeah.
4: I mean, the the ending was very stunting. and I I just think uh it's cool. It's a cool idea to build this universe that he is but I just don't think he like is going to do it successfully. Yeah. I don't, I, mean, I just don't think that he's going to do it at a rate where yeah. it's satisfying.
3: That aside, I'm not even just looking at this this universe. I'm just thinking of like the story itself. It's like it reminds me of like if someone wrote a book, and uh, you know what I mean. Like like a lot of like I read a lot of uh, magical realism and like stuff like that. Just things that are kind of like off the wall, and. It it definitely reminds me of something something I would read in a book, and yeah. I, I think it actually translate. I feel like I can uh, this you can easily be translated into a book. How the way it's just how the way it's laid out, the story well, in and a the book, information. I
4: imagine you'd get more info on each person. Oh yeah, most but- definitely.
3: But like I don't know, it's something. It's this just overarching story I really love. I don't know. I I mean it, it's I not didn't, for everyone. I did not like the
4: movie. I I actually enjoyed most of the yeah. time with it, but like uh, just like the satisfaction I didn't have that makes it me not. It love is the surprising
1: movie. though. Like this movie was made by the same guy who made The Happening. Sure, like, that was one of the worst movies. Well, ever I think made. um,
4: I think M Night is a confused individual. I think he um.
3: I don't know. I think it's possible to have good ideas and bad ideas. I think it is possible, but I also think he th- was on the fucking just hype train of M Night, and like he was just busting out movies. Well, that's what I'm saying. And people he, were just giving him money. So people were just. I writing just don't him think
4: he's an artist in the same way that. I think some artists are so fucking hard on themselves that they wouldn't dare make the movies that he makes, and that's admirable. Uh, but like Paul Thomas Anderson won't make a movie unless it's in his brain, like perfect. Yeah. Whereas M Night's just like goes with a concept, and it. then he tries to
3: expand that one little concept. Like, my kids watched
4: Avatar. Let's fuck. Let's make an Avatar movie. It'd probably be good. Like he's just a madman. He just wants to make shit without like thinking of the consequences. And a uh, part of that is admirable. Part of it's like obviously you're gonna fail sometimes. But I do respect them. I think you should check it out if you're interested in what he's up to. It's definitely miles better in the last few things he's done. I, but, I enjoyed uh, the just visit. Did, just didn't uh, didn't resonate with me. I'd probably give it a three and a half. I don't Have
1: know. you seen the visit? No. Oh. I think that's when he came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah
4: that was his, like, yeah. his comeback. But uh, yeah, I'd go three and a half out of uh, five. It's not a not a bad movie, but certainly not nice. my favorite of last year. It's not bad. Anything not else? Bad that old. Harvey, you uh you agree with me on any of that?
2: Yeah, I agree with you. That's pretty much the same shit I said. Uh, yeah,
4: I have to listen. I don't remember. Maybe it's I tuned you out, bro.
2: Yeah, I don't it happened. Just kidding.
1: You got anything, Harvey? Or Sean, what did you have? Those no,
2: that's wrong, right? it. Okay. Harvey? Tough week, man. Um, yeah, I've got a few things. Well Go for it. Uh I guess I'll talk about one thing first. Um I only watched one uh, new watch this week. The rest of the stuff I watched was Re- rewatches actually. I Damn, pulled to Steve. Steve I pulled to Steve. I'm sorry. Sorry everybody. I fucked up.
1: Can't have two of those guys.
3: Yeah, come on now. Yeah, I haven't rewatched anything in a while. I guess you're the new guy.
2: Good. I, don't yeah.
1: re- I actually have one rewatch this week too. Oh really? Well, maybe I'll talk about it.
2: Okay. Um. I guess uh the first rewatch was Coco. Um, Word. Yeah, it was on um. It's on Netflix now. Yeah. yeah. Was it Netflix? Yeah, it's Netflix. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I watched that and yeah, it holds up. It's a nice little movie. Um something to uh relax and watch and it doesn't take too much uh concentration or it doesn't uh well, I guess it could Im- emotionally invest you because I remember you guys like shed some tears, right? I didn't. I never uh, shed Oh yeah. Did I didn't either, it? but Yeah, I didn't either, but I guess if you are emotional, a yeah. bitch. Wow. Okay. Oh, all right. Just kidding, shit, man. Jesus.
1: I realize I said that really quick, like I was lying, but I really didn't shed any tears.
3: <laughs> no, 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 I
2: didn't. didn't do that. Uh, Yeah. Um, yeah. I know some other people that that have uh, gotten emotional over it too. I mean, it's a really good movie. If you have a, I think the story's pretty good. Like, it's I think it's okay. But I think the best thing about this movie are is the uh, music and the um, visuals. So. If you have like a good TV and um, like a good audio system, worth a rewatch. Yeah, it's like worth a rewatch. It, you, it can really immerse you.
1: Do you have any of those?
2: Um, I got a pretty good TV. I think I it, got it, surround sound yeah, hooked up, guys. I don't have surround sound. Now. I got the speakers yeah. in
4: the back now. Yeah.
2: It's lit. Um, second rewatch was a good time. Ooh, that's the
4: shit I like to hear.
2: Yeah. Um, also holds up the TV show. Um good times? Nah, it wasn't good times. <laughs> the bar? <laughs> um, but yeah, the movie's pretty good. Um, wow, it's kind of <laughs> underwhelming. But alright, I'll take it. I mean, yeah, it's a great movie. Um, it holds up, huh? Yeah, it definitely holds up for sure. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, there's a lot of people that have been telling to watch this movie, but they still fucking haven't watched it. And they keep watching bullshit, and I'm getting like upset. Dude, this is a
4: story of my life.
2: Yeah. I
1: don't ever recommend movies to anybody anymore.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's, it's frustrating, um, but yeah, it holds up for sure. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely worse. Everyone I know watch watched
4: fucking Bright, but they won't watch anything. Yeah, tell
2: I know more people that watch Bright than Good Time, and it of makes me, it hurts my soul. Um, Damn yeah. your soul. The third movie I watched is uh, what's going on over there? <laughs> okay, yeah, the third movie I watched is a new is a new watch. So I'll talk about this one in more detail, and that is uh, Mayhem. It's um, this is a sh- Shutter exclusive, by the way. Just so everyone knows, we know. I think it's a Shutter exclusive. I don't know. I watch get it, for it on 4.99 Shutter. a month. Uh, yeah, 4.99 a month. Go check that out. You can w- have uh, access to all the suspense, thriller, and horror movies you want for all you uh, horror aficionados out there. Um, yeah, but I watched Mayhem. It stars uh Derek Cho from uh, The Walking Dead, and um, what's that one lady's name? Uh, Melanie. Eleni Cross I believe she was in um I don't know she's in some show I can't really remember but uh here's here's the uh synopsis on IMD, IMD, IMDb
0: hell's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you Man you fucking stumbled was, all uh, through that I, I was, was, I was trying to, to read B- 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 uh, B- i IMDb.
2: <laughs> IMDb I was, That's I was already reading. like reading I was already reading the fucking thing but I was trying to uh you read it's it like, a step like, at a time yeah. man one step you at you a time You read it like it was a word IMDb IMDb yeah IMDb <laughs> Here's a synopsis. A virus spreads through an office complex causing white-collar workers to act out their worst impulses. This movie is pretty interesting, and it's the first uh, Derek Cho vehicle that I've seen. Um, I think the first thing I ever saw him in was The Walking Dead, so it's interesting. The only thing I've ever seen him is The Walking Dead, so it's interesting to see him uh, starring in his own uh, horror movies now. This one is kind of uh, zombie-esque. Derek works in this... uh, Office building.
1: Oh, doesn't this sounds familiar uh, compared to a movie that we saw in the basement, where these office workers um kill each th- other, are killing each other.
3: Yeah, I remember that. What the hell was that movie? Oh, what was that movie? Do you that remember was, that? Uh, Not really. Yeah, I remember. It was Blood Sucking Bastards. Yes. Blood Sucking
2: Bastards. I do remember that now. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that damn. It <laughs> also sounds Hobat. familiar. It yeah. also
1: sounds like uh, the Belko experiment.
2: Yeah, it kind of does sound like that. Um, yeah, there's a virus in the world that. Causes people to become—they um, don't become the undead, but they do. It's almost like the uh, the rage virus in uh, Twenty Eight Days Later, except um, they're more—they're more coherent. Except it just—I uh, don't know—it gives them an impulse to uh, act out their uh, worst ideas and uh, worst desires. And um, yeah, Derek, played by Steven Young, he ends up getting fired from his job because of some bullshit that uh, really wasn't his fault. And so as he's being escorted out the building, um, it turns out that the building is being quarantined because the building is now infected with that virus. So he decides that he's going to kill his bosses at the top of the tower, and uh, he won't be liable for it because he he's infected with this virus. And so him and uh, Samara, played by uh, Melanie Cross, they decide it's basically like a revenge story they're going to get even on the people that have fucked them over which are the higher-ups in this company and um it's basically them working their way up kind of um i don't know like a, what's that jackie uh bruce lee movie uh the, the game, game game of, game of death, death. Yeah, it's like that or like uh the raid or like the raid or yeah just anything yeah. Dread. <laughs> yeah, dread dread is, this is like the it's perfect like, example yeah that. it's like it's just like those except there's um I don't know. They're not exactly uh martial artists or anything, but they do manage to fuck up a lot of people. There's a lot of blood and violence, um a lot of weird shit that's happening because these people are acting out their uh, like deepest, darkest desires. Um this is a surprisingly good movie. I thought it was gonna be horseshit to be honest, but um I really fucking like this movie. It's um surprising in many ways. It's not it doesn't do the same uh I don't know, overused tropes or, um, plot devices that I see in a lot of other, um, like independent, low budget horror films, it's really refreshing in several different ways and it actually gives you a pretty interesting character and one that you can kind of relate to and I don't know, I just think Stephen Yeun is pretty cool, I don't know about you guys, um. He's in Okja, bro. Is he in Okja? Yeah. I mean, that's not gonna make me watch it, but yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is actually a pretty good movie, um. I kind of want you guys to see it. I think you guys would like it all. I'll probably
1: check it out then. You're saying it's decent?
2: It's pretty damn good. I
4: mean, we have a a game maybe next week, not this week.
2: Wow. Yeah, it's pretty well acted. Uh, Oh, man. The story's solid. Um, The action is solid. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, I'd give it a. So it's
4: The Office
2: times Zombies? Yeah, something like that. All right. Dope. I would give it. I mean, it's always hard rating these these uh, shutter movies Just go off your enjoyment, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a four. Scale. It's a four for me. Yeah. This is a really not be ashamed. Yeah. I mean, not bad. It's, it's a, a, a four overall. Okay. Any scale. It sounds it's like a good you could have won best it's picture. It's a pretty good movie. I liked it a lot.
1: Cool. Is that it? Did yeah, you have any other rewatch?
0: No, <sighs> nah, just two
2: rewatches I think. Um I tried watching uh, Harry Potter and the uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of brutal trying to get through like those first couple because it's like the acting is so goddamn bad and it's just so cheesy.
1: Harry, yeah, Harry, I buy into it.
2: Yeah, wizards can fuck off. Okay, all right, cool. And there goes our
3: wizarding community. They all are like, oh fuck, (laughs) this (laughs) guy.
1: Guess I can go here. I got a couple.
3: Yeah, you're
2: marginalizing (laughs) our fan base, bro. You and your fucking
3: loser ass wands.
4: well, there goes all our viewers. Come back
2: please. 10% of our, uh, our listeners.
4: Sean, I heard you watched a ton of movies. Why don't you, uh, why don't I'm you not talk about for everything?
1: Us? Some of them were, uh, was a couple of rewatches here. Um, first thing I rewatched was, uh, Walk Hard, Dewey Cox Story.
2: Holds up. That's weird because I was. Holds up. Holds up real hard, actually. I was thinking about that a lot in the past week for some reason because, like, yeah. I saw it online
0: for some reason. It,
1: this, uh, these, uh, I would say this style of comedy is not for everybody. It's very, uh, snl-ish and slapstick and goofy kind of like the scary movies but um it's amazing dude i I still remember all the songs
2: yeah mailboxes drip like (laughs) lamp the Beatles scenes were (laughs)
1: amazing there's a lot of stars in this movie i didn't realize but uh yeah it holds up i guess if i retro score it it would be like a four out of five on that scale Mm -hmm. um i watched downsizing
4: oh shit you watched it
1: yeah, I finally got to it. Is the shit worth it? I really. How did you, you watch it? Uh, it's on Amazon. Is it? Yeah. Uh, downsizing. Um, this is a movie directed by Alexander Payne. You guys might know him from Sideways, Descendants, Nebraska. What else did he do?
4: He's got a good track record.
1: Yeah, he did something else. I can't remember. Oh, about Schmidt, which I was a big fan of. Right. This is probably his most bizarre film. He's never really done any movie that's kind of like high concept. Um, that being, this movie is about a guy who downsizes to five inches because if this Norwegian company finds out a way to shrink humans because mm-hmm. to limit space in the world because there's a oh, overage of humans a. in
4: the world. Hey, I like this plot. I I that's, like it too. Yeah. The plot,
1: yeah, this is why Plane, I, yeah. I wanted to watch this movie. The plot seems you know intriguing, and the movie. I think the biggest issue with this movie. It's not the movie itself, but it, the way it was marketed. This movie was marketed, from what I remember, it was heavily marketed as a comedy. Mm-hmm. And we do have um, Jason Sudeikis in a lot of the trailers.
2: It looks like a lighthearted comedy. like Yeah, uh, it is
1: not. It is 100% not a comedy. They straight up lie to you. It's actually a drama. Uh, there's a couple, like maybe two or three scenes where there is some humor there. Um, Jason Sudeikis' character is actually only in the movie twice. Hmm. He, he probably has a total of five lines in the movie. And the lines are all on the trailer from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. um, this totally this movie is fucking all over the place, like, it does (laughs) not know what it wants to be. There's a a, I would say the first act of the movie's uh drama, it's pretty depressing. Like, the first half, what happens, why this guy undergoes this procedure, and with the procedure itself, they don't really explain the logics or the science behind shrinking, but they explain heavily like the consequences of like not shrinking. Like
4: the way the world it's is going, like they're trying to market. To There's it.
1: definitely an agenda with this movie, yeah. which is kind of gross. Like certain films, the agenda they're pushing, I can get behind, but this one doesn't make any sense because it's just all over the place. And It deals with a lot with global warming for some reason. So the first half is kind of like a drama. In between, when he does meet um Christoph, Christoph Waltz character, when after he uh, Matt Damon shrinks that uh, Christoph Waltz is his neighbor, he's kind of like this flamboyant rich Serbian uh partier. There's a comedy there when he goes to his house to party. And then towards the end it turns into a love story. Which is it wasn't a build up at all like the movie ends on, on in a love story <laughs> movie,
3: note. you've like been saying words and i'm just still lost i'm like just wait so this movie's so not a comedy it's, it's if, I, if I had to, to guess to romance. spoil it he's married in the beginning yeah, she, well, that's she in backs out
1: she backs out because but, like, she's never i'm assuming her that life.
4: like he realizes that he never loved her or some shit no there's
1: nothing with that at all what happens yeah. is that she leaves him because she doesn't want to go through the procedure and the explanation of what they need to do to go through his procedure is so bizarre they have to shave their head. They also have to remove I believe they have to remove their teeth and then once they actually do shrink they have to get dentures. But they don't explain any of that. It just jumps, it catapults from like him it going to Makes no
4: sense because they can shrink all your other bones but they can't shrink your teeth. There's one there's, there's what? a there's a teeth pro- are not bones. there's
1: a part in the movie where they talk about a guy it, it's like calcium, right? But yeah. um,
4: well, I mean they're connected it's like to minerals,
1: your- but um there's a fuck. there's a part in the movie where they talk about a guy <laughs> probably the only part where i laughed where the asian character uh forget her name but uh, she talks about like uh, one of her friend uh his head exploded while during the procedure because they forgot a gold teeth in his mouth <laughs> i was like what the fuck like how is that possible but yeah there's some really wacky stuff That's going right. on with the signs behind this movie and like i said tonally it's just all over the place matt damon Looks so uninterested in this role. He looks like he doesn't want to be in this movie, and he's trying his best to like get behind the idea. I would say probably my favorite part about this movie is Christoph Waltz. He plays a very different character than what we're probably used to. He plays a very like flamboyant, almost misogynistic person in this movie. Mm. And it's uh pretty good. Like his role is good. But I mean he's pretty good in everything that I've seen him in. So that's yeah. not really saying much. I would say the biggest disappointment with this movie is the direction, and I'm a big fan of Alexander Payne's films. This is a shame. And this was a weird, weird choice for him to do this project. And uh, I don't know. I would not recommend this movie to anybody. I wouldn't <laughs> say you guys should watch it just for like the enjoyment of like how bad it is. It's just not good
4: at all. That's t- such a shame because you put you have a great director and a great concept.
1: Yeah. The concept's pretty cool, I think. Yeah, it's But then that they, could work. they don't do anything with it. That's something else I actually forgot to mention. Once he actually does uh, shrink down the five inches, and he goes into like I forgot what the the neighborhood that they put him in, the small neighborhood. Yeah, it's like a Pleasantville kind of. Place. Yeah, it's like that. And um, there's just a lot of like social, political, uh, issues going on. There's actually a segment in the movie where he has to go um take care of a person who's a house cleaner, and they go through like this like giant brick wall to the other side and it's a play on like Mexico because like everybody behind the wall is like Mexicans (laughs) and Asians it was so bad and uh but the thing is the problem with this movie is that when they do shrink you forgot that they're small like it just looks like they're normal actors normal sizes and uh that was pretty disappointing I thought they were going to play with the idea of like what the you know the consequences of being small
4: couldn't afford the CGI
1: I guess not but um yeah I wouldn't recommend this so I'd probably give it just a a very light two out of five. Shame. Yeah, uh, I remember when the movie they come out though, um, it did do really bad in theaters, and yeah. also it got pulled from theaters pretty quickly. Reviews for it wasn't good. Yeah, either.
4: I don't. I haven't heard anybody say they liked it. It's just such. It's like one of those movies that like, like you want to be good, mm-hmm. just because of the idea of it and the director and stuff.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, I went to the theaters to see Red Sparrow um went to alamo draft house There's another one is this shit worth it good theater sure. so uh i went to i actually went to see annihilation but it was sold out so i had no choice to see red sparrow i was so pissed i was so pumped to go see the movie went there There was like one seat in front i couldn't get get it either because i was there with emily and the, you should have you should have you should have like, looked at her and, and be it like, was bad that like what are that, you gonna do no, like there, so. There so one, what are you gonna do? It's funny because there was there was one seat in the front, and one in the middle, and I was thinking like, hmm, who gets to front?
4: <laughs> but, we don't have to sit.
1: Yeah, head. exactly. But uh, so yeah, we pick Red Sparrow. Um, this is a I guess you would consider it an espionage spy film from um, I think the director's name is Francis Francis Lawrence. Oh. Um, I don't know if he's done anything else before. Let me just check here maybe he de- he's done something we've all seen oh yes he has he has actually he's done um, I Am Legend okay he's done Constantine oh, really oh, great he's done great. Hunger Games Catch and Fire Mockingjay oh, 1 and 2 Water for Elephants oh Oh, so he's done some good, some stuff that I actually do yeah, like. like. You have to hold these up. Yeah, games. he's done
3: some <laughs> You good stuff. You like, Well, it's.
1: I mean, I like Constantine a lot. Yeah, I like Constantine.
3: I'm going to have a soft spot for that movie for some reason.
1: Uh, I am legend. I'm okay with First yeah. Hunger Games is okay.
3: For, I like First Hunger Games. I like Catching Fire the best. A lot of
1: people don't like Water for Elephants. I thought it was okay. But uh, yeah, here comes Red Sparrow. Um, <laughs> here's the thing about Red Sparrow. I don't think that this movie was like meant to rewrite the spy espionage genre. I think it plays pretty well in that genre, but it's ordinary, and it's very conventional. I would compare this movie to like I I know a lot of people saying it's uh Atomic Blonde, but it's not. It's not There's absolute there's probably maybe one action scene in this movie. It kind of plays like a graphic novel in a way, um, without the action or like moments of suspense. It kind of plays like um The Good Shepherd. Have you guys seen this?
4: No. no. I don't know if you remember, but I you, like, had me buy that movie, and I never got through it. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember,
1: I was like, dude, you should watch it. But did you start it? Yeah. Okay.
4: It wasn't anything against the film. It's just, like, it was in the mo- wrong place, wrong yeah, time. Yeah, th-
1: th- that's the thing about these movies. You have to go into it, like, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to watch this bland story about people, like, being spies and turning on each other. And that's what this movie is. And if you don't know what this movie is about, it's about uh, J- uh Jennifer Lawrence's character plays a ballerina. And something, ha- a tragic event happens to her. She can't be a ballerina anymore. And her uncle, played by one of the greatest actors of our time. Uh, Damn. I actually love this guy a lot. Uh, Matthias St- St- Stoneberg Or Stroberg? Stonehurt? I can't really say his name. It's like hmm. Flemish. But uh, he's incredible in this movie. He's probably one of the best parts of this movie. Uh, Joel Egerton is also in this film. Oh, yeah, that guy. And uh, Matthias plays a Russian s- head of the russian uh, spy department and um he enlists her which is uh, his niece to go through this program called sparrows sparrows are trained to use their bodies for manipulation and also like take down high ranking other officials and other government agencies because they are beautiful and they're supposed to do anything it takes like even if they have to get raped and there are some pretty brutal scenes in this movie i think like two people walked out of my show and Really? From yeah, there is some that from this movie. There are some scenes in this movie that's kind of awkward to watch, I would say.
3: Really? What are the scenes? Did you get off on it or
1: no? N- I wouldn't say I'm not going to say yes or no on that, but there is a scene <laughs> There's there's a couple scenes where <laughs> she gets fully naked. Yeah, and there's, yeah, there's a oh, scene like, where she likes she like spread eagle. It's pretty weird. The, yeah, there's a couple scenes where it's like even hard to like I would say talk about Steve check Show
0: time. Uh, yeah, the Steve... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> <on>. <laughs> We gotta be the most but fucking... But it's,
1: it's nothing to, like, you know, write home about because we've seen worse. Yeah, from, her. <laughs> from her. From <Yeah>. her. <laughs> but true. uh there's there's a lot of moments in this movie like that that I don't think would play well at uh, viewing with your parents at home. But, um... Oh,
3: this is exactly who I was going to go see it with.
1: Oh, your parents? Yeah. Okay. Check it out then. But, um... Yeah, like I said, it's a very S- conventional spy story. Just real
3: quick, real quick. We got a 7 p.m. show in Williamsburg. I don't know if you guys are down for that. Eh. Just going to put it out there.
1: <laughs> well, let me get through my review. So maybe you may or may not want to see it. Um, like, yeah, it's very conventional. Not much is happening in terms of like rewriting the genre of spy throws. I would say the ones that do it the best is probably like the first Mission possible and Good Shepherd. Um, it doesn't rely a lot on action sequences, but it relies a lot on dialogue and the dialogue in this movie is pretty good. And the performance from... Uh, what's her... Jennifer Lawrence? No, but what do you guys say? J-Law? j yeah. Her performance is amazing. It's gentrification. You, uh, I remember you mentioned something about her uh, Russian accent. Yeah. Not the best Russian accent, but she doesn't speak a lot in this movie, and the performance of her character is really good. But the character itself... I forgot the, her name in the movie, is very confusing... And I think this movie is purposely trying to be confusing and mislead the audience. But I think it's a fault because it's, it's hard to piece together when the movie does wrap. And um, when, after I saw it, I, w- I was thinking that maybe I should rewatch it when it does come out to like, Netflix or something like that. Because there's a lot of moments where I didn't understand. But also, I forgot to mention, um, Joe Egerton's role in this movie is incredible. This is one of the best roles I've seen him in. And he doesn't have a ton of screen time, but the moments that he's on screen, you really uh, see his range as an actor. And, um, yeah, the movie wraps up pretty pretty confusing. I still can't really piece together everything that happens in the end. Because they're trying to mislead the audience, and the movie is built on misleading characters in the story. And I know that it is based on several books. I've been told that you really need to read the books to really understand the movie, which is fucking bullshit. Because I'm not going to read the books. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I agree fucking bullshit I uh, agree
1: there are some cool elements to this movie like the movie technically looks good and I do think that the direction of the movie is good but I think it's a little bit too ordinary mm. and I wouldn't recommend seeing it in theaters but I would recommend seeing it at Redbox Redbox <laughs> <laughs> if there is one how about the flicks maybe maybe yeah or um Torrent or some shit like that Jesus. <laughs> <can> worry, we're <laughs> at put it right out, out there, there. Now? Yeah, um, What else do I have to say? I guess I won't say too much. There's a lot of twists Is and turns. Is it worse or
4: better than you thought?
1: You know what? I went into it thinking that I wasn't going to like this movie because I was so hyped on going to see Annihilation that I was upset that I had to see this movie. But I would say that I would give it a pass if I had to. But I wouldn't rewatch it anytime soon. Um, So I guess it's just more or less middle of the road. I'm probably just going to give it a 3 out of 5.
4: Not terrible.
1: Yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, But I d- would say one thing to note is her performance in this movie is really good, if anything.
4: Wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of winking, yeah, in this movie. But um, let's see what else I got here. Do you got more? I got one more I'll talk about. I watched a movie called Rust and Bone, which oh, is... Yeah, uh, I've heard of this. It's a pretty good movie. Let me find out the director's name. I can never say his name. He did a movie called A Prophet, which I'm a huge fan of. I've been talking about this movie forever. Just get the director's name. So this movie was actually made a while back. It was made in 2012, and it's by Jack West, Adair. Uh, and he's well oh, known.
2: yeah. Jack <laughs> Audiard or whatever.
1: Have you seen any of his films?
2: Yeah, I saw so something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well, his most famous work is A Prophet, Rust and Bone, and a movie that my mom actually recommends to me that came out two years ago. It's called Deepan. And it's an Indian film, actually, that he made. And uh, it got a lot of great... Uh, pretty much everything that he's made after A Prophet has a ton of nominations. Um, so Rust and Bones is with Matthias Stronart and... Uh, he's Mer- back? Yeah, and he's all... and I'm 90% sure I'm saying his last name wrong. And we also got Méliane Cotillard in this film. And Méliane Cotillard plays a... I believe they use SeaWorld in the movie. I can't remember if it is SeaWorld, but she works as an orca trainer and performer at SeaWorld or whatever they call it in this movie. And something happens to her, and it's a very tragic thing that happens in her life, and it changes her life. And it happens within the first 15 minutes of the movie and after this point she meets uh Mateus's character who's kind of like a uh i guess he's a aspiring kickboxer and he's a single father kind of just bouncing around from place to place and it does take place in the south of france i believe i think i think it is nice uh it takes place in and um, they, they somehow meet after this uh, tragic event happens there, which I won't say because it's kind of a big thing that happens in a movie. And they meet and they instantly bond with each other. And it's a very unlikely bonding of the two because they're very different characters in this world. In the movie, not a lot happens. We do get a, some scenes of him fighting, which is pretty gritty. And we do get a lot of scenes with her in her current state after the event and what that means to her going forward in her life and there are some good sex scenes in this movie and mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. there's a that's
4: oh episode
0: yeah there's a lot of sex the scenes
1: uh, in this movie actually with him and Marion Coltiard and she's so beautiful if you know what happens in this movie you would understand why it was considered controversial at the time but uh I won't say it and um this this movie it centers around the emotions of somebody dealing with, like, being left behind and also having to move forward from, like, a a tragic event in their life. And I feel like it's just playing on the effects of, like, what it means to want to, like, basically give
4: up. Do do you know how sexy this movie is? I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was on the trivia page. uh Marion uh, Cotillard, is that how you say it? Okay. Stated that uh, she hates filming sex scenes, which for her are usually the worst part of being an actress. But for the first time, she enjoyed her sex scenes in the movie with Rust and Bone. Oh,
1: nice. I, <laughs> Damn. She, he,
3: that's gave, so funny. he gave it to her.
1: Yeah. Um,
3: I lost track. The only thing I heard was he gave it to her. That's literally the first. Th- there uh, are some
1: good scenes uh, with that in this movie. But uh, the direction of this movie is incredible. This guy he does really good with like just one on one characters, and he's really good at like directing a sense of emotion throughout his movies. Like if you guys have seen A Prophet, there's a overall arc of somebody's life being t- torn apart, and this is what this movie is about. And uh, I liked it a lot. I would highly recommend this movie. It actually is on Netflix now, so if you guys want to do check it out, it's easily available. This looks good.
4: Yeah, check I this out.
1: think you might like it. There are some good fighting scenes. Um,
4: I like fighting and I like sex.
1: There's, yeah, You'll <laughs> see what I mean about the sex scenes, why it's controversial. But uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. I'm going to give it a four out of five. Cool. Um, anything else?
4: That's it. I sure hope not. That's it.
1: <laughs> Let's move on. So uh, we do have a review of Thoroughbreds, and I believe we have a clip. Let's take a listen.
0: Holy...
2: Amanda, this is my stepdad Mark.
4: How long are you here, Amanda?
2: My mom's gonna pick me up around midnight.
4: Midnight's late for us. I'll call your mom. She can come pick you up now. She's
2: busy. Doing what?
1: Chemotherapy. I don't have any feelings, ever. And that doesn't necessarily make me a bad person. Just means I have to work a little harder to be good.
2: You to boarding school. After that, you're off my payroll.
4: You hate him. You
2: despise him. Honey, you can't go in looking like that. I'm fine. Am I going to have to stand
4: here all day like a robot repeating myself? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine.
1: You ever think about just killing him? How would you? Thoroughbreds, directed by Corey Finley. Starring Olivia Cook, Anya Taylor Joy, Anton Yelchin, rest in peace, and Paul Sparks. And the plot synopsis goes Two teenage girls in suburban Connecticut rekindle their unlikely friendship after years of growing apart. In the process, they learn that neither is what she seems to be and that a murder might solve both of their problems. What did you think of Thoroughbreds, Harvey?
3: Uh, Harvey wants to jump in on this He's like let me jump ahead real quick
2: <laughs> I got some thoughts I got some ideas Um, Okay Thoroughbreds is um, I think we can say like it's a very very dark comedy Slash uh, I guess thriller Yeah not it's, really I feel like that's I think it's definitely a thriller I feel like it's light on it uh, Okay But um, yeah
1: I would call it a surreal um, dark comedy
2: Yeah, I feel like it's more of a dark comedy than a thriller. It's definitely a thriller too. Right (laughs) off the bat, um, this movie reminds me a lot of uh, some nineteen nineties movies, late eighties movies, and early nineties movies that I'm pretty fond of, um, like heavenly heavenly creatures. um, Oh yeah, forgot about fun heathers. Fucking love heathers. That's Um, on the poster. What's up?
4: Uh, the poster at the movie theater said Heather's meets
2: American Psycho. Oh, really? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. I honestly didn't know.
1: I actually uh, think it reminds me of something else. Now you're mentioning it. Have you ever seen um, Strangers on a Train? It's um no. It's an Alfred Hitchcock movie about these two guys who meet up and they're talking about how they can
4: kill somebody. No, I, I believe I it's a that. sequel to Snakes on a Plane. It kind of. Yeah. Rem-
2: it also kind of reminds me less so though of a uh, bully. Um I don't know if you guys ever saw that. I saw Bully. Yeah. Brad Renfro. Rest in peace. Um but yeah, this is a yeah, it's very it's very much in the vein of those movies. Um uh teenagers and it's full of angst and um they plot to kill somebody. Um but yeah, these, this movie has some really interesting characters that um that was probably my favorite thing about the movie by far. You' got these two um just abnormal teenagers. they're very different um on the surface. however, they soon connect um, to a much deeper degree. Um, you have both of them that are they're very entitled um, but they also just have no sense of empathy for anyone um and eventually uh m- some like a uh, murderous thoughts creep up between the two and um they plot to kill uh one of the girls stepdad i believe that i believe that one was um that's in the trailer yeah that, that's one played by uh Anya Taylor uh Joy or whatever her name is um i believe her character's name is um Lily right yes Lily it is and Amanda yeah but yeah uh these characters are really interesting and um, it's really interesting to see that uh, that even though these people that are incredibly entitled and they have like, everything in the world going for them, they still choose to, um, I don't know if they necessarily choose or if they've just been conditioned by a life of, I don't know, a lack of love or affection or touch. They've just become um, these like sociopathic, uh crazy people and um yeah they plot to kill one of their stepdads. It's um it's really cool. Like the uh the the Amanda girl she like, claims to have no like a no emotions or anything. Mm-hmm. She's she says she like feels hunger and fatigue, but she doesn't feel um like joy or grief or sadness or anything like that. So it's it's I don't know, it's really interesting to um figure out if she actually Feels that way if if she is truly that way or, or if she just is living such a mundane and boring life that she hasn't had cause to feel anything for a long time. Yeah. Either way though, these characters are super interesting and um, ultimately what the the ideas that they decide to um, carry out are fucking nuts. Um, yeah, there's um, what was gonna say about this. Um, I think one of the movie's biggest strength is um like the interactions between those two characters um they both give like really strong performances and um there's like this weird creepy unusual chemistry between the two that i just love to watch um they're both just without like lack of emotion or like a like a i don't know an, an internal compass so the uh, scenes are just—I don't know—they're really fucking creepy between the two of them. And um, one thing I liked is the uh, how it was shot. It was everything was very close and everything everything was very unconventional. And there's a lot of close-up of their eyes, and you really get to see a lot of—I uh, don't know—just like just deadness in their eyes. And you and, like that, in the woman? I—I I, I don't know. It was really fucking unset- <laughs> It was really unsettling, but it was also very cool at the same time. To, I don't know. Kind of see the um, I don't know the divide between their lives and their personalities. Yeah, I thought that was um,
3: I yeah, that was really cool. I would say uh, I'll jump in real quick just to say that this reminded me one of one of my uh, the characters at least and how the way they spoke to one another and how like a matter of fact it reminded me of one of my favorite movies of last year, which was A Killing of a Sacred Deer, and how the way they just easily just like. Everything was just so matter of fact and just so plain, and it's just like I think those are the best parts of the movie to watch is when they're like both on screen, both talking to one another, and it's just so like like, like what does it matter with you like yeah. no one's no 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 one should 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 be this, and I think that's honestly what makes it a thrill I think you know if they didn't have that i don't think this movie would be the same if they if they were both witty and just But making just jokes the whole time, I I think it would have been a different movie. And I honestly wouldn't have liked it as much. But I think that's honestly one of my favorite aspects of the film was the dialogue and their interaction and the acting from uh, the two female leads. Uh, And Again, I think this, I don't know why, but it just keeps reminding me, not not every element, but a lot of uh, ideas, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think honestly that's what makes the film for me. Uh, And again, it just keeps reminding me of uh, one of my favorites of last year, and I like that. Just that the the overall tone it makes, like that. Just every I think Harvey was made a great point in terms of uh, just the scenes. They just have this weird ominous vibe to it, or just not even ominous. It's more like just a little uncomfortable, and I think it's because of their performances and the dialogue and the exchange between them. And I I, I think that's the best part of the film.
2: Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, it like goes back to like the movies that I was talking about, like those early 80s movies like um or late 80s movies and early 90s movies like Heathers and shit. It's just cool to see um I don't know, it's unusual to see like this amount of uh darkness and um evil coming from I don't know, just young pretty girls. Yep. It's like unusual and it's uh it's still kind of strange to see, and I think that's the appealing part about it. And um, yeah, I think by far the strongest scenes of this movie are the scenes where those two are together because, you know, they really do have this really... They bounce off of each other very well. Yeah, they have this strange chemistry and um, yeah, it was like they were, I don't know, just egging each other to see how dark they could go almost. Mm -hmm. I don't know, they were like feeding off of each other's... uh, Basically, yeah, they've just... That's the uh, whole... Off of each other's mental illnesses... (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Until it got to the point of murder.
4: Thoughts from cool. Um. Yeah. I uh, I agree with some of the things you said. I I don't. I mean, I don't really feel. I didn't get a killing of a sacred deer vibes from it. Just because I think, um, Lorgo or what's his name, Lorgo Lorgos Lanthimos. Yeah. Yeah. I think like if you've seen the lobster, you'd see like this. This dude is
3: he's sick. Yeah. Sick in the fucking head. Well, I mean, like it's um, just it's just the, saying, way, though, just the way, conv- though, how the way they convey the, like the conversations kind of play out. Sure, some of the yeah, the deadpan dialogue. Yeah, the that's, yeah, that's that's what but I mean by it, that. It yeah, gave that vibe.
1: In this movie, it's really just those two characters. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Um, whereas in a. In in uh, Yorgos' is uh, movies, it's the whole universe. Yeah, which is great. Um, but
3: I think it works well in this film that the, everyone else is kind of like watching them. And sure, I guess like, it's necessary. Yeah.
4: Um, so my thoughts on this movie differ quite a bit. I'm actually a little confused by this movie. Um, well, I'm not confused by the movie. I'm just It's just confusing to review, I think. I enjoyed the time, like the very short amount of time I had with this movie. I should mention this is like wildly short. Um but I love it. I I'm not a fan of short, too short. Um, for how small and simple it is, I'm actually surprised it was sold out at like all these theaters. Um, right off the bat, I, I think the best part, and Harvey mentions, the characters are great. Um, like the humor in the, in the beginning and getting getting to know them and like them uh, kind of vibing with each other, trying to figure each other out, and I really like that part of the film. Um, Olivia Cook's character, who plays uh, Amanda, she's the or apparent damaged one, but the the self aware one. Um, she was a uh, really charismatic. Like she, um, I think she really did great on screen when when she was on there. She was my favorite. My favorite is Anton Yeltsin's character because yeah, of what great. his role in this movie yeah. is
1: to this is the last his last film.
4: Yeah, crazy. Uh, rest in peace, Anton Yelchin. His character is interesting. I like what they did because they made him, ironically, the character that the audience relates to. Yeah. And you shouldn't relate to this guy. He's a fucking low life scumbag, drug dealer, sex offender. <laughs> he's a sex offender. Well, he's on the sex offender list, uh, and yet his logic is the one that's like, uh, yeah, like he's you know he's your you're grabbing on him for logic. I think unless you're a psychopath, I don't know. Um I'm a normal guy, I never want to kill anybody except uh people who give me parking tickets, but um but my issue comes with this movie in different forms. Like the characters are phenomenal and I love being in the movie with them, you know, watching them. Uh like my I love Anton Yelchin's character, but I really hate his fizzle out of this film. Yeah. Like it seems that he's going to be so important to the plot. And uh, he kind of helps reveal some things about the, the two girls. But, like, I don't know. I don't think, obviously, he didn't need to be there to carry the plot. And uh, I really wish he came into play more when, yeah. when it all comes down to it, when this film you know comes to an end. I don't know. It's kind of a, a shame. But what if he died in the middle of shooting this? I don't know. Maybe they had to do that. I, I don't know the specifics on that.
0: That's true.
4: Uh, however, this I like the movie. Um, I didn't love it. it. It feels like a really good pilot for a Netflix show. Like I would love to see more.
3: I'd like to see more, but then I think about it. Which, yeah, I would. Li- I would like to see more, but I don't think I could actually watch it because, I, like, the characters. Yeah, I do like their interaction between one another. But when you have that element of, like, Anton Yeldrin's character coming in, I got very frustrated with both of them. Like, I didn't, like, I really, truly understood how vile and disgusting they were.
4: Well, as long as you have other characters to grab onto, it's, I think that's okay. Yeah, and that's, that's at, okay.
3: but that, I mean, I think that's what really brought it home for their performances, because they made me believe and maybe didn't, like, literally despise who they were. And I couldn't, I don't know if I could watch a whole series of them. <laughs> like, I couldn't do that, because I, I was, like, near the end of the film, I'm just like... It's just like they're just like irritating. Like yeah. it's just like that's the point where I'm like. But I mean, I guess that's their job, and I did. Their I, job I got very like well. these
4: weird vibes that they were going to start making out or something. That um, sexual um, tension. Yeah, but there's it's,
2: definitely. It's yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it's very present on the surface, but there definitely are some like sexual. Yeah, like undertones. It, you you um, definitely feel it, and I, I like that a lot too about it. But I like that it wasn't acted on or. Um, yeah. Made too. Uh, obvious or anything? Nah,
4: man. Yeah. What What if we want to see two teen girls make out?
2: I mean, i just. Kidding. I think it could have been interesting, but I'm just kidding. I, mean, I thought it would. I thought
3: it would have been cheap, though. Yeah, it would have been very cheap. Did, 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 did Tappy glare over here at all? Did she hear that at all? Or no, not? I don't think so. <laughs> hey
4: Taps. Um. So nothing. Nothing. So. I what I was going to say is this movie feels um very small. and It is a small movie. Um it's just weird like it didn't feel like a cinematic experience to me. And okay. uh I think uh I think I just I think they could have made this movie longer. Like maybe a little bit more suspense when it comes down to uh the decision that they made. Um it kind of just comes to a screeching halt for me. And um I like the build up but didn't like the the orgasm a lot of sex on this episode, huh?
2: Yeah. I think... Uh, um, it's
3: a it's a brunch day. You know, that's what happens. You eat, you eat but
4: breakfast But uh, right? I don't know. This movie is... is Get all horny. It's yeah. polarizing. <laughs> I think you, know, you, you either love how simple and like how nowhere this movie goes or you'll hate it. Right? This is polarizing? I think it's polarizing in the sense that like... I think uh, not a lot of people are going to be like middle of the road. They're either going to like how it... Um, Unfold it unfolds, or they're not going to like it.
3: Yeah, I understand. I understand where you're coming from because I think the first half of the film is the strongest aspect of it. I think, I think that's the part where I was just like more intrigued and kind of like, like just engrossed in what's happening. And, but as the film progressed, I can understand what you mean by that fizzle, where it just kind of does like it really leads to nothing in terms of like. You know, it's not something I, I I can't, like, again, comparing it, which I hate doing, but, you know, compared to, like, another film that, you know, that has this, like, build-up, this tense, like, this, you know, that climax that, that we get in most movies. We didn't get that in this, at least. And I agree with you on that part.
4: Another movie I compare this to that I liked more, um, even though it has nothing to do with, like, something as dark, but it's still dark, is that Ingrid goes west a little bit. It's uh, two, like, unlikely girls becoming friends and, like... I don't know. I just got some vibes there from that in in the dark humor. Uh, But overall, I think it's a good movie. Um, I I don't know. I was kind of underwhelmed. Okay. Not not that this is a movie you should be expecting to be overwhelmed from, but yeah.
1: Right. So I'm not sure how this movie played uh, last year. I mentioned before that this movie was uh, released last year, January. Yeah, I feel like I've been so seeing this trailer for like over minutes. a year now. This movie has been trying to get um, a distributor, and I think it did pretty well at Sundance, from well, what I read. Um, who 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 made this movie? The Orchid? Was it the Orchid who put it out?
2: I don't know. I, I know th- this director has no. No, credits. I think it was Sony, like Sony Pictures, was like it? Sony Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, oh, focus, focus. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was Focus.
1: When I uh, went to see the movie, we had a lot of movies from the Orchid being premiered for uh, trailers. But, um, and then it reminded me of, of, uh, Louie's movie that was supposed to be put out by (laughs) the Orchid.
0: uh, R.I.P. Yeah.
1: But, um, I would say this movie is a really good first director debut from this guy. Um, this, it is, it is a short movie. And I would, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But, I did like the direction of this movie. I thought the direction of this movie is very strong for someone who, is is their first film, and also getting produced by Focus Features, which is incredible. They're probably one of the best production companies and distributing out there. Um, next right. to you know like A twenty four or um, what's that other one? Film four or whatever it's called. Magnolia.
0: It was,
2: Magnolia's pretty good.
1: That's yeah. Magnolia's good. Um, but yeah, there. I think that the direction of the movie is really good. There is a style to this movie and. The the score, it relies heavily on the score, and there's like this roar and thumping sound. Oh, yeah, the entire man. I completely film,
3: forgot about that. Yeah. You, could, you forgot Yeah, that's. I just, just realized horror. how much I love the score. There was like one scene in particular, but continue, Sean. Sorry.
1: Yeah, there's a. There's a. There's pretty much the same score in this movie throughout the whole film. It doesn't really change, and it relies heavily on that. And it does, like, hit some beats when with conversation, and it's perfectly timed. And the camera moves uh, with the score as well. And the score kind of has this, like, weird rhythmic thing with the dialogue that's going on. And I feel like that took a lot of precision and, like, work in the editing booth. So that's really uh, something I liked a lot. And I think it's very smart the way they did it. The two characters, they're interesting. Um, I did like the conversation that they did have. I like the personality traits that was written for them, especially... Um, uh, Amanda's character. The other character is pretty interesting too because we see her, um, we're introduced to Amanda who's just very surface level, um, I would say a bit strange. But we meet her her friend, um, I guess they were once friend up until the sixth grade from what they explained in the movie and they fell apart. And she is very surface level, polite and professional. But then Amanda says something to her And then she completely unfolds and we see this other character, which we see for the rest of the film. And I thought that was pretty interesting because I thought it was going to be these two characters who was kind of like juxtaposing each other. So it was kind of cool to see them bond over that um, similarity. And the movie, it relies on this arc that they're going to kill her stepfather and how they'd go about it and how if they can get away with it. And then roping in uh Anthony Eiler's character because he's probably the, I guess the sleaziest guy they know in their community, and that happens. And I'm not I won't say more after that. But certain things happen that unfolds, but it unfolds very simple, which is kind of uh cool. I thought they're uh, they're gonna you know over exaggerate the plot because the movie wasn't really leading up to anything like that. But I would agree with I think both of you guys said it that. I think this movie does suffer a little bit for being a little too short. And I do think it abruptly has a conclusion that's kind of like neatly wrapped towards the end. So that's one thing, um, took me out of it a bit, but, uh, I agree with you that Anton Yelchin's role was really good in this movie. I wish that he did have a stronger role. Mm -hmm. Maybe more is written for him. I don't know, but he kind of dips out in and out of the movie quite a bit. And, um, yeah, the movie I does. I just don't
4: know if the, he died or something. No. Yeah.
1: But I would say this is a really good first feature film by this guy, Corey Finney. And if this is what he's going to be putting out in the sense of like, this is his style and these are the type of stories he writes, uh, I would probably continue watching his films. Um, we also didn't talk about the location because um, the house is incredible. Like the exterior shots we get of this mm-hmm. house in Connecticut, it's pretty much a mansion and everything in the house the car i believe it was a ferrari in the garage
4: oh your maserati i think
1: i don't know but it looked incredible um the we the movie starts with a character walk around the house and everything that's uh, fancy about the house and we get some really good um swift movement shots of that and uh the that's movie it's like a
2: one take yeah it's yeah. really good the beginning mm-hmm. I, I love that scene a lot it's mm-hmm. like um like an over over the shoulder shot and um, Who shot
1: this motherfucker the one interesting that's cool about this movie I think that for me I don't quite understand it but I think that's the point of this movie is the question of why did do, does she wants to kill her stepdad. And I was talking to my girlfriend about this. I personally don't think that her stepdad was that bad. If when mm-hmm. we when we're introduced to uh, her character in the beginning she explains that he gives her money a lot of money to buy like to fix her laptop. He pr- he pays for her school. Yes, he's strange and he's kind of like a dick. He's a douche. But to fucking kill him, it's yeah. not that bad. Yeah. Well, I think was, I um, think
2: that kind of plays to the whole story, the whole what, idea of yeah, the Yeah, that's why that's what that's what I liked about it too, like it's two uh privileged uh white girls and they Yeah, it's very difficult from for them to He says that at one point like you can't really see outside of yourself. We're yeah. just uh offshoots of your life. Like they're both very uh sociopathic and um yeah, she's just kind of blinded by her own needs and her own life that she can't yeah. see that he wasn't that bad at all. No, I mean, he, he wasn't. He was like trying to fucking help her out. Basically, we actually do get a couple yeah. scenes
1: with him being kind of like charming in a way with the mother. Yeah, but I don't uh, think
3: yeah, and like he's just. I think he's just a guy. You could tell from how the way he I've just met, he stepped edge that equally dickhead as yeah. him. it's not that bad yeah but. like i think i think he's just i think he obviously comes from a different part of like life in terms of like kind of building himself up he's very disciplined he does these things and he's kind of have to raise this child who's basically given everything yeah. yeah and you know i mean i'm not gonna agree with him or anything but i mean i don't think he's horrible Mm-hmm. it we i mean then again we don't know what's underlying like maybe there was something there that we just didn't see i think i, don't, I don't think from I like see. from when i was I don't picking think up anything there. i think i think it just plays more to the story about how these girls are privileged and i also
1: think it is b- them being privileged and also them having issues mm-hmm. and i do think that lily has bigger issues than Amanda's character yeah, i agree there's a part in the movie where it's revealed that um she got expelled from school and um we she don't know what
3: oh uh, she plagiarized uh, that's a is sp- that what it kind is? of a spoiler I think, uh, I mean, they,
1: it doesn't really have to do too much with the plot, I
4: think. Just but, like a little, yeah. You know, yeah, Amanda reveals that Lily has more problems in the beginning when, like, like I said on the, in my review, like, on the surface, Amanda has issues, mm-hmm. and, but she's so aware of them. She's self aware, and she calls, uh, Lily out for, like, never telling the truth and lying to herself. And, like, I think people who do lie to themselves literally change the shape of their lives, you know, they, they pigeonhole themselves, and maybe this is her coming out.
0: I
1: yeah. It's crazy, too, because like the, the performance that we see from Anton Yelchin's character in this movie, I've never seen in any other movies where he's kind of like this person. Yeah. And he,
3: he's it's it's funny. He's the like, most I, logical person. Yeah, I like his movie. logic behind a lot of things, because I think it's because he's he was, like he's he the poorest kid in a rich neighborhood. He's very deluded at prob- the same time, though. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's just, I think it's just circumstance of, like, how he grew up, and then yeah. eventually, you know, you're being surrounded by all these, like, rich white kids, and, you know, I th- yeah, I think that's what it all is. I
4: mean, it's like I say, he's not perfect, but he's the closest we had to it.
3: So he
2: sees the wor- <laughs> he, what the world really is. He wasn't and, thinking about murdering people, at least. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He, um, his character made me sad, I don't know if it's because of his character, or if it was because it was Anton Yelkin, but I felt like there was a sadness to his character.
4: I I say um, I think it's his I character. Think, I think it's a mixture of both. You're like his last role. He's playing a low life. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a thing. Oh,
3: well, it's either that or I mean, his last role was like burying the X. I mean, I think he's coming up a little bit.
4: I I don't that think this is a last
3: great. Role. Last I mean, I'm role. saying it could have like that's uh, what I'm saying. Like in terms of like bad movies, it could have been like or like I movies, I, I, it I just associate as
4: Green Room because I'll fucking love Green Room.
1: Hmm. Um. What else is there to say? Anything
2: else? I mean, last words. I, I, I enjoyed the film a lot. I like uh, the audio. Like, the visuals and the audio yeah. are, are great. Sure. Not, not only, like, just the music, but, like, I don't know. There's um, a lot of sounds in this movie that are recurring, and they create this um, sort of ominous and dark tone, like the rowing that, like, is yeah, happening. Yeah, that, well t- oh, man, it, that was it great. Gets, it gets, like, creepy and, like, kind of dark after a while, because it, it's a lot, like, it, repeating. It's very, and it's very foreboding for, like, some bad shit to happen. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like it comes back at the at the end too. It's a yeah. There's a lot of good sounds, a lot of good visuals in this movie.
3: I would say this movie's not for everyone. Um, I think this is for a certain type of people, a certain type of crowd. Uh, uh, I, w- I would recommend it though if you, out you uh, noses.
1: if you do come across it somewhere, you should probably check it out.
3: I think it's worth definitely worth a watch, even for people who are not into films like this. Yeah,
1: you guys want to drop some scores? Yeah. All right, Harvey.
2: Should give it? It is a four out of five for me. I okay. like this movie quite a bit. Damn. Um, I like the performances. They were all very strong. Um, I wasn't really familiar with Olivia Cook, but I'm going to. Um, I've seen her somewhere. Yeah, she, she was in Me away. and Earl in the Dying. Oh, yes. Yeah, you should know.
4: watch. She's great in that. Yeah. Um, That's where I know her from. That's yeah. a great movie.
2: So, yeah, now I'm going to definitely look out for more shit with her in it. You know, I liked her a lot in this. Yeah. Um, Steve? And the director's great. Yeah. So far.
3: Overall, I, I enjoy it. There's a lot of elements that speak to me in terms of like film, just like just in general, like a lot of elements that I, I love. And performances were great. Uh, especially, what's your name? Uh, Anna and Anya Joy. Anna Joy. Anna Joy. Yeah, there it goes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't something. even know. Uh, no, she was great. Have a little bit of a
2: crush on her now. Really? She, yeah, she's kind of like very sadistic, and I like that a little bit. Her face weirds me out. I think it's because her eyes are like really big and they're like spaced really far apart or something. Yeah, and her mouth
3: is really small. Maybe I just like that. uh, (laughs) She looks creepy. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it it worked for them. So
1: we know Steve likes to be beaten up and creeped out. Yeah, so two things.
3: What's your score, bro? Uh, I'm giving this a full.
1: Okay, cool. Um, I'll give it a light three. Um,
4: Ooh, Yeah. controversy. I I
1: think, like I said, I think the performance is good. I think the direction is good. But it, for me, it's kind of shallow in in mm-hmm. a lot of aspects. But uh, I would recommend to people to check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: I'm with you, Sean. Um, I I think there's a lot here to unpack. I just don't think they fit it all into an hour and a half. Like um, this th- movie's like less than an hour and a half with credits. It's like an hour yeah, and twenty minutes. Love 20 minutes. that sweet spot. Um, I, think I don't know. Like, thirty, right? It's I think an hour, it's an hour thirty runtime. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I just I think it suffers from that a lot and. Uh, Overall enjoyment, unfortunately, you I wanna feel satisfied at the end of a movie and I don't think I felt hundred percent satisfied, so I'm probably going like three as well. Okay, cool. But it, it's got a lot of good stuff and I, it was an enjoyable I mean, watch. It's a film.
2: pretty good uh uh feature debut, I think. Yeah, yeah I i think I'm pretty damn good. It's like not like to
4: the point where like I think this guy has potential and I'd I'd like to look out for what he does next. Yeah. This movie, however, did not land for me hundred percent. Probably
1: 70%. All right, cool. Um, You guys want to move on? What's coming out next week? <sighs> know on I do.
2: Head? I know. It's Tomb Raider.
3: Isn't no, it? Let's go watch Tomb Raider.
2: I'm pretty excited. I like Alicia, uh, Alicia Vickender. Yeah, um, I like her too. The,
1: the trailer has some uh, brutal dialogue. Uh, the, the first tra-
2: trailer was pretty bad. I, I'm liking the second trailer, the, the, though.
1: The, tra- the ending of the first trailer, what she says is brutal. Brutal. I don't uh,
3: remember that. I'm, the only problem I have with it is that it's just straight it's like it's literally pulled from the Tomb Raider video game. If you guys haven't played the reboot, you should. It's a really great game. Highly recommend it. it. It's it's phenomenal actually. Like it's so good. But I they they're pulling the story or a lot of the elements from it. And the problem with video game movies is that it just does not translate and it does not pace well when you translate it to film. It just never works. That's because
2: that's because overall, video game stories are pretty subpar, especially compared to books or yeah. movies. And, um, and
3: then also you have this—you you have gameplay that is interjected between these like moments. Yeah. So when these moments do happen, it's like, see, that's the you problem feel with video more games. Invested. yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, you you not only have that moment to like talk about, but you also have the narrative that you're building while you're playing. You're creating these natural moments in the game while you're playing it because you're controlling the character. So when you actually have the thing that mo- video game movies will never work. I've on, on- honestly. It's I agree it's a, with you. I don't It's like it's I feel like there's going to be like one, maybe two that are out there that you could say do work, but overall yeah. it just so, it's just like too busy trying to capture those moments. Is that we're that gonna are not watch, though. Is that
2: what we're watch? I mean, yeah,
3: we're uh, in a box. I could I say some this, alternatives. Yeah, there's
1: some other stuff here like uh Love Simon. There's I want to watch that. There's a, that looks horrible. I don't know. There's that that's the movie where the guy he confesses that he's gay, and he's writing a letter. You know what I'm talking about. It's a
2: white uh, I moonlight. Haven't, I haven't seen that. No. It's white light. <coughs> white light. Man,
1: that trailer looked bad though. Um, it doesn't look horrible. There's that Zooey Dooch movie, Flower. There's um.
3: Flower. Just wait. I think I saw a trailer for that.
1: Yeah, it premiered um, for this movie. Uh, Thor: It looked interesting. Yeah, it looked alright, I guess. But another uh, indie. I don't know. We should probably just do Tomb Raider.
4: Yeah, let's get uh, let's get this blockbuster out of the way so we That's can really tell people. That's really the only things that are coming out. Yeah, let's do to. Tomb Raider.
1: All right, fine. Uh, all right. You guys want to move along here? I guess let's talk about some of our uh, Oscar um, thoughts here. So
2: um, I... Um, you guys want to talk about all the topics or just like the big yeah, Well, last week we or played all, the games. Just some a, notable stuff.
1: Yeah. If you guys listened last week, we did our predictions what we'll win and what we wanted to win in that right. category. Right. Um, we went to watch the Oscars that night at Thomas' house. Uh, I, I dipped out a bit early because I, I was getting drunk. late. And uh, from what uh, they told me... Thomas won.
4: By one point. Yeah.
1: Um, I was last place from what I saw on the board.
4: Yeah, <laughs> You were. Um, um, Harvey and Steve both got nine. I believe I got ten, and you got eight. So we're all pretty close.
1: What I would say, though, um, for leading it off, I was very disappointed that Shape of Water won Best Picture. I think uh, is that everyone that We're, we're is starting with that. And I was we're disappointed starting? that <laughs> Might as well. uh, Del Toro won Best Director. Um, That's fucking insane. I thought I think Nolan should have won Best Director. Yeah, people down.
4: told me Shape of Water were gonna sweep, and I was like, "You're you're out of your mind." It
1: actually didn't sweep.
4: It I, it kind of did, dude. It won too many. It won Director. So won I thought
1: Score mean like every category they won.
2: Like
4: it won a lot. It won more.
2: than Are we all else. in agreement that like um, production design? Like, are we all in agreement that not only should this not have won, but, like, it, this should not have even been nominated, right? Like, this movie is I not... Mean,
1: I mean, I can see why it got nominated for certain Oh, the, yeah, the you categories. can see why, but
2: do you think this I movie was worthy? I
1: don't think it should have gotten nominated for Best Picture. No. Or... But
4: knowing how, like, Hollywood they...
3: They're so they very love, self self congratulatory, like they're just they're always up. You up, look up, at up the, their own some butt. of
1: the other nominations.
4: The post was nominated.
2: Yeah, the post was nominated,
4: but the post feels like a like an obligatory nomination. I'm actually surprised things like Get Out were were nominated. Yeah, um, was Get I Out was, was, was nominated for its importance, and I think people are going to really remember that movie. Uh, Shape of Water winning was like
1: I think the highlight though is one Sam
4: Rockwell winning.
1: His first Oscar. And yeah, I,
4: I let me point, point that this that. out. I'm the only one that predicted that. And I went yeah. back and listened to it, and I'm like, I said that. Like, I just can't see any of those other people winning because, like, he was the most notably mesmerizing supporting actor I've seen all
3: year.
1: Right. And uh, Kobe Bryant won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah Didn't really have much of a speech, but he just accepted his award. I, I don't think he thought he was
3: going to win. He yeah. was just like, oh. Uh, I don't
1: <laughs> think he wants to get his face out there too oh, much. Here.
4: I saw a great tweet. It was a... Uh, Oscar winners. Kobe one. Stanley Kubrick zero. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, funny stuff, man. Just remember there that.
2: There's a um, there's a petition to to um take his Oscar away or something like that. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, because he raped somebody. You remember that? Yeah, no, we I all remember so. that. Yeah. Well
4: yeah. hey, um so some other notable <laughs> things. Just Do you like, have any comments? Yeah, dude, you, then you'll be perfect in Hollywood, man. Just brush another rug.
3: Keep going. So, I was actually surprised at how, like,
4: some of the ones we were all, like, pretty confident on, we were right. Like, uh makeup, we knew Darkest Hour was going to win. Um,
1: Well, you said Dark Tower?
4: Darkest
3: Hour. Oh, oh Dark Tower. <laughs> Dark Dark Tower I mean, that was good-ass makeup. Fucking Matthew McConaughey
4: did not yeah, look like. I don't know What's why that? I picked Shape of Water costume design, but you guys are right on Phantom Thread. You guys beat me there. Um And, uh... The the biggest surprise to Sean was the foreign language film. Fantastic I, Woman. I actually never saw it, and he's seen it. And yeah. he, he would be better to judge whether or not it'd be. I
1: also saw um, Loveless. You saw a lot I of And I saw...
2: Um, Insult. No, no I never seen Insult. There's another see, one. No, you didn't see any of the
1: Oh, I'm, I'm thinking about the documentary thing. Yeah, yeah. Icarus. Uh,
4: Fantastic Woman won, even though you advised highly against it winning. Um but I, I had a feeling. You know, man. what's funny?
1: I think that's more absurd than Shape of Water.
2: Really? Yeah. I we none of us have seen it. Yeah, to know, we haven't seen it. I've heard some people talk about it, and um, they weren't too thrilled about it. I'll check it out eventually.
4: I mean, Dunkirk got all the technical shit, of course, because it's the most technically amazing movie. But I think he could all of it. He could have. Uh, he should have won director, because I think the direction of that movie to direct. You got to understand that directing is not only What was their
1: picks for best picture? Everyone's? Um, I said
4: Call. We all oh, yeah. said uh Dunkirk, I think. Oh, did I? And you said call me by your name. Yeah. And we were I was amazed I would have been one. satisfied with either of those. Yeah, I I figured if Dunkirk didn't win it was going to be calling me by your name. Uh So did uh
1: Pan's Labyrinth win best uh foreign?
4: Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah. I don't think so. Let's see. I highly doubt it. Um, I was just basically the reason I was upset about the director category is like Nolan should've won because directing is not about just directing the actors. It's about directing the entire fucking movie. And the Nolan, vision. Nolan
2: directed won, uh, everything.
1: Like he directed best art, best cinematography, best makeup.
2: That makes sense.
4: Also, uh, the cinematography, I believe everyone said Dunkirk would win. And I I predicted yeah. that uh Deacons. Deacons was getting old and they were just going to give him his Oscar now cuz he never got one I think. And uh, I was right. That was crazy. I'm okay
2: with that. Well, that that's not I, right. I mean Blade Runner. No, Blade was Runner is worth Amazingly.
4: Yeah, but I I think in my head it's very hard to choose between the two. Yeah. I think what this is what do you think of the accomplishment with the IMAX cameras, I think that's incredible.
2: Yeah. No, yeah, that was incredible.
4: But yeah, Blade Runner and them were yeah. a toss up. Um Any other notable things? I mean, uh, Allison Janney. Yeah, Allison Janney. You were the only one, I believe, that picked that one. Yeah,
2: um, there, there was no way that she could not win.
4: You you know, I'm dumb now that I think about it because that was my the reason I picked Sam Rockwell was the same reason you picked. Yeah, Allison Janney, and I should have picked her.
2: I just didn't think they would give fucking Sam Rockwell an Oscar. Oh, yes, they will. He's been nominated before, right? I don't know if he's been nominated before, but it was just very surprising. I never would have thought. You know
1: what he could have won for? Um, His role in um Jesse James was really good.
2: That was a good role. Supporting? Yeah. Um, And
4: uh, I think what everybody's really excited about is the fact that Get Out got something. And that was original screenplay. I knew it. Yeah, I believe two of you uh,
2: got Yeah, that. there's no way that wasn't going to win.
4: You and uh, Touche, you and uh, Steve got that one. I think me and a uh, dummyhead over here picked Ladybird. I mean, that's
2: a worthy. Yeah, I it think. is worthy, but I like, would say it's cool that he won.
1: But I, I obviously don't agree.
2: Yeah, I thought she well, would get agree?
1: that. I wouldn't have been my choice. I would have picked. You Lady know Bird.
4: what? You know what's funny. I, I, I said on the podcast, "Get Out" is my choice to win, but I don't think they're going to pick it because I yeah. think in terms of originality, I don't think I've seen a movie quite like. Uh, get out and i think it deserves to be patted on the back for sparking so many conversations being such a iconic film of last year um yeah i think there's a lot of good wins which is the ones i predicted you know
2: (laughs) so how do we rate should we rate the oscars
1: what um i didn't see all of it i mean i I mean you didn't see all
2: of it but you know what one right you know like like how in touch with um, I don't know, cinema today. I don't know. Do we think they are? I think or I I feel, like, I
1: feel like this one in particular was kind of all over the place. Not saying that's a
4: bad thing. It was. It wasn't completely out of touch, but it also wasn't even. It was close like to the yeah. On. It was.
2: It was a bit progressive and a bit um.
4: A
1: rapist one.
2: <laughs> yeah, a rapist Kobe? one.
1: yeah, Kobe. Yeah, <laughs> Kobe. You know Kobe, beef?
4: Kobe. Kobe. Um. <laughs> Is that why he didn't talk? You don't want to get booed? He, dude, he's like one I, sentence. And you know, my Oscar, it? I had an unofficial Oscar prediction. You know, some people gamble on like things that will happen during the Oscars instead of actual winners. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I predicted on the show that when disaster artists got nominated, it was going to be booed. Really? They, they didn't boo it. Yeah. I was surprised by that. I didn't that. think they would. I, I don't know. I just can't. I guess they have respect. I just assume that they're so vigilant out there in the old this, liberal uh, all West All these things coast.
1: are so hard to judge because uh, what was that last award? Was it the SAG awards? or it the People's Choice? Um, I think uh, Aziz Ansari got mentioned for something. Like one of his things got nominated.
4: They booed?
1: They didn't boo, but they, all the nominations got a clap. His didn't. Nobody clapped for his. Awkward. I'm like, dude, he didn't do shit. <laughs> Uh uh-huh. good. Fucking Kobe won an Oscar. Mm-hmm.
4: Um Kobe all right, so Oscar. one the notable one we didn't talk about that Sean was the uh, clear winner was best actress. He was the only one Who was it?
1: Lori Metcalf? And
4: ironically, no, it was Francis McDormand. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Ironically, heard. you're the only one that didn't see that movie. I didn't see it, yeah. It's so weird. Um but yeah, I believe uh, I picked Sorcy. Uh Sarsha. I think Dummy Head who just went to the bathroom. I don't know why I'm using Dummy Head. Uh, he picked Sally Hawkins. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's not,
2: not, he's that would have been weird. I mean, I wouldn't put it past the Oscars, though. I feel like that isn't an, an Oscar's pick. Yeah, because yes, they, they picked it for Best Picture. Yeah, they would do some shit like that.
4: I look, I I just don't get. I do like Shape Sally of Hawkins. Water is an interesting movie, and I think it's a fun and fine movie. Um, My choice
3: was based on past experiences.
4: I just what I are think, you talking about? I think what we're upset about here with Shape of Water winning is just that that movie does not. It's not a home run. Like it doesn't feel. It Doesn't like, matter. It has a lot of if, issues. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter though. Every best picture winner has had at least that kind of in common, but except for Spotlight,
2: this is not even like a top fifteen of the year movie for us. I mean, some people I mean, love this shit,
4: but either way, I don't think like. Ooh.
3: I enjoy. I enjoyed this movie, but I would easily say like I don't think it should have won.
4: Same here. Like um. There's movies on here, like Darkest Hour isn't a, isn't an amazing movie, but it's like a historical, political biopic. It just seems like it should be up for best picture. Lady Bird is, you know, it has the, the strong female presence of the director and the actor. And it it was important this year, and it was very well-liked among everyone. All these other movies seem like they're best picture runners, and The Shape of Water just seems uh, underwhelming and... and comparison. I think out of all the movies on this list. I really
1: wanted uh, PTA to win the Oscar.
4: I do too
2: actually.
1: I really wanted him to do it.
4: I wanted him to win but uh, I still wanted Nolan to, to win for Dunkirk. I wouldn't rewatch like dogfights of that. God. It's incredible. But um, I think overall the, I'd give the Oscars a, a light three.
1: Fuck, are we reading this shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? I think yeah. I
4: enjoyed the year Birdman one more. Yeah, it's, 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 it's
1: the same as thoroughbreds, a light three.
4: <laughs> I gave like everything a three this episode. Actually, I gave split a three and a half. What do you guys think? Was it a uh, bad shit? I mean, what, what
1: was the last time you were satisfied by the best picture of the year? Was it two thousand eight? I don't care about any of this shit. Doesn't matter. Bro? What was it? Birdman. Oh, I guess I was satisfied with Moonlight as well.
4: Oh yeah, Moonlight yeah. too. But I didn't watch that at that Oscars. Uh, out of all the movies. So, Birdman, I think, was the best of the nominations, and so was Moonlight. But I didn't see Moonlight when that came out. So, mm. uh, what was in between those? No two? Country was great. What was in between no Moonlight and Birdman? The the
1: there was the artists. There was uh, singing in the rain.
2: Singing in the rain.
1: <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. I don't watch Oscars. Yeah. I know the artists. I know Locker. Um,
4: those are like a little yeah. The Departed obviously is one of my favorite uh, best picture winners. What else won? Spotlight no, won, yeah. and that was that was the last yeah, time Spotlight did win. That Avatar. I was genuinely Birdman. disappointed.
2: Before that, it was Twelve Years a Slave. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, Argo before that.
4: None of you have seen Spotlight, right? No, I haven't. Seen no. It's Spotlight. just so it's like it, it is on my list. It's underwhelming list. as fuck. It's like The Post, but a little bit better. Okay, not as Spielbergy and hacky.
2: You guys want to wrap this one up? Well, I don't think it was a great when, discussion. When you uh, <laughs> what? We're just bitching about the Oscars. Well, well, that's was that that's the what we're doing. <laughs> oh man, I, I zoned
3: out like five minutes ago. I honestly, all right, this is how I feel about the if, Oscars. If somebody can make this, a case, this is how I feel about the Oscars. None of this shit fucking matters. We're gonna, everyone's gonna forget in a year from now. Then we're gonna do
2: this all over. I don't again. forget. I yeah, still I remember. Either. I still remember. I'll be Moonlight bitching went. about it next year. Do you remember that one year,
1: year Marlon Brando?
2: uh Yeah, he, he sent in, in, a Native American woman.
1: Sa- he sent like two of them, I think, or two. I think it was. And, and uh, it was it was the Lando Lakes. It was for
2: go- for the Godfather, right?
1: Yeah, and he sent in the woman from the Lando. Like she looks like the lady from the Lando Lakes
2: thing. <laughs> she was dressed in like traditional. um I don't know, like a yeah. uh, Native American garb. Or she whatever. got up
1: on stage and she was like, no, 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 no. Like she yeah. try to give the yeah, they tried to give her the they try
2: to give the Oscar. She's like, no. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was
2: great. And then she read a uh yeah like um, a, a letter Paul from, um, from him.
1: Paul Newman did something like that too. I can't remember what yeah. he did.
2: Stunt. Orlando Brandon yeah. was great. He doesn't Wait, care he about the Oscars. Uh,
4: we should do uh, a yeah, no, we should recast like some the Oscar biggest stunts.
1: fucking badass in Hollywood. Yeah.
4: Um fuck, what was I going to say? Uh it, yeah, if you're listening and you can make a case as to why uh Shape of Water is the best out of the films nominated, I'd love to hear it. I'd
2: love I would love to hear that too. I'd love to hear that argument. Oh,
4: yeah. I, yeah, I guess there's people out there that uh We'll attempt to make that argument,
3: but um, Hollywood loves movies that are about Hollywood and just yeah. Being but La La, La Land fucking lost a
2: Moonlight. La La up Land's was Hollywood movie I've true. ever seen in La my La 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 life. Land did lose.
3: Yeah, no, but I'm just saying in general, like I, that's. I mean, I'm not surprised that Shape of Water won. Like I didn't just, think they. I I'm didn't not think surprised
2: because their track record for bullshit. But I mean,
3: I thought. Last year
4: was
2: I such they a case. Yeah, I thought they were getting their shit together and they were gonna pick.
3: Man, it's ninety years; they're not getting shit together. right? give it another hundred. <laughs> hey man. I feel
4: like the first few
3: Oscars are pretty good. <laughs> the first,
4: the first one you saw them? I bet they were good though. They weren't on TV. I don't believe, but obviously because there was no.
1: They're film. They're in theaters. Yeah, but they yeah. didn't.
4: Ha- you couldn't watch in nineteen twenty whatever.
1: Yeah, you had to go to like a premiere in a theater. Yeah. The pictures.
4: Uh, overall, Dunkirk should won. Yo, Shape of Water, all right, so I'm happy
1: for you. Let's talk let about this then. So we had a bet. We did. Uh, you won the game. So what are we doing? Are you giving us all a movie?
3: No, oh, he's not giving me shit, man. I, w- I would like to. No, he's not giving me shit. I, w- I would like to withhold so that when, promise.
1: when do you want to dish this out? You want to do this now or pick an episode of your choice?
4: No, I'd say just do it now and then we skip the game
3: this week.
1: All right, then fuck it. Go for it.
4: <laughs>
3: all right, so
1: start
0: this with Harvey and then go
3: to Sean and then I'm not doing it. This is tough I'm for me. Immune. I, I'm actually not as prepared as you Why guys you might you think. It's because I, I, I lost last week. No, well, you're not immune. No, no, I am no, immune. No, no, you can't. That doesn't make any sense. You yeah, man. What two the guys fuck? Movies. You can't. I can't lose two twice in a week. That's bullshit. I've done it. This many is times. a new. This yeah. is yes a new game. because you're not good
4: at the game. You lost a new game. You're not good, this good at the r- same game. Yeah. We,
1: we we are. I think last See, week we this is the problem. This is
3: the problem. This is the problem with America, man. You just switch up the rules whenever it's convenient. Do that
4: in Mexico too.
3: You know what? You this know, is the you problem. You know what's funny?
1: Steve would have happily given us movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all of us if he won. No right,
0: problem. Steve, Steve. Rush just Hour a, 1 Steve, for you. you <laughs> a Rush hour 2 for you.
4: I get
1: three? <laughs> what the fuck? I want two. I'll switch you, Harvey.
3: <laughs> Steve, just for your insubordinates. No, don't give me shit. I'm not watching that. Here's what you're going to do. I got I got one movie that I don't have to watch. I'm not watching this uh, shit. Out are,
0: of principle. No, I, I swear to God, you have to watch it. You know, what are you going to do?
1: Call my mom. Hey, you played the game. You got to buy by the
0: rules. I'm you, not
4: playing no game. You should have said at the beginning of the episode, I'm not playing the Oscar predictions game. So, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go home and watch Gook on Netflix. Ooh, he's
0: up blood. Go,
1: you said go home. <laughs> this is an agenda win in here. <laughs> I know
4: you're already home, but uh, you're going to walk in there
3: tonight. You're gonna Actually, you don't have to watch tonight, but you're watching Gook. I'm not watching Gook. You got to watch Gook. You're not, g- hey, guess what? Next week, you're not hearing shit from me. Look, don't be this disrespectful. I'm going to fucking know totally do shit, man. I'm fucking dying. I'm dying on this hill. This <laughs> is where I'm, this is my last stand. Right, Steve's
2: watching Gook. Who who's next?
4: Uh Harvey. I don't know what to give you. I didn't want to give you more than one person Gook, because that'd be hacky. I would like you to see Gook too, but I'm gonna give it to Steve for his insubordinates. Uh have you seen Lion?
2: Yeah, I have seen Lion.
4: Fuck. What about Green Room?
2: I have not seen Green Room.
4: I would I would like you while we're on the topic of uh Anton Yelchin, you should see Green Room. Why the
2: fuck I didn't get Green Room?
4: How's okay. that sound? Watching goddamn Gook. You okay with that, Harvey? Yeah, doesn't sure. Asian, <laughs> <fucking Asian culture. laughs> it doesn't matter. Fucking fit in Asian culture, it doesn't matter. Uh, Sean, no, switch with me, Sean. I got problems you with got? you, man. You switch with me. I feel I, like you've to see seen group, too many things that I've seen, okay? Um, and that's a problem, so uh, I
3: don't know what to give you. Give me uh, an anime film.
1: Have you ever seen, um, one
4: movie? Are you gonna try to sign yourself a movie again like you did last time?
3: Can you just give him an anime? He doesn't watch. Uh, I'm not NFL. gonna give an anime because I don't. What's that movie? Fox either.
1: something. What?
4: <laughs> what? Never mind. Never mind.
2: Fox. Fox Hunter.
1: Fox Catcher.
4: Fox See Catcher. That? Fox Catcher. That one. Uh, have you watched the documentary Cartel Land?
1: Don't give me a goddamn documentary. No. I want to give, give you a, give doc. him a documentary.
3: No, fuck that. I give him think, that I think, I this like doc not, stuck with me.
4: I think. I mean, I, I'm into documentaries, but I feel like if you're giving out, mo- like, films. You've seen all the narratives I've seen. All right, whatever, man. I wrote down uh, On Body and Soul, maybe because I thought you'd like it, but I just talked about it. So I don't really want to give you something from your childhood or something. I don't. You've seen it all. Nothing sticks out from my childhood. Um.
1: What's Harvey showing you?
4: Actually, you know what? You're right, Harvey. Damn, why the fuck didn't I think about that? I, Tanya. No. Three billboards. Bullshit. You gotta watch (laughs) it. Bullshit. You guessed Frances McDormand. Your punishment for that is to see why you picked her.
3: Yeah. I think we all should stand up and not watch these movies. (laughs) All right, so here's the deal. Let's recap real
4: quick. Steve's watching Gook. I'm not
3: watching shit.
4: Don't be a dick. Harvey's gonna check out Green Room Which was my number one film of 2016 I'm gonna watch number Green one? Yeah, because I didn't see a lot of movies that oh. year You remember when we did our uh, our? Re- <laughs> <laughs> didn't even see it it's just like, how I, mean, that I didn't see one? it, but I mean Do you remember our recap in the uh, the beginning of the podcast? No, that was we, ages ago I know, but we, we good talked about it stuff out. came
2: out in 2016 Arrival, fucking Fences
4: Arrival is on my top five Fucking Manchester by the Sea I didn't see that
1: until after. Wasn't Arrival 2017? Nope. No, that was 2016.
4: I don't remember. So uh, we got Green Room for Harvey and uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri for Sean. I think we got great films here to talk about, and I'm excited.
3: feels good to me. You're gross. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
4: (laughs) This is fucking ridiculous. uh, Just a side note. I I recommended (coughs) Gook to somebody at our old job there, Steve. You you guys want to roll the dice for fun? No. Uh, He loved it. Man, Loved who is it. this? Our, uh, Miguel. Man, I can't trust him. Just, wa- just watch him. Dan,
3: yeah. do you got goop? Sucks for you? Yeah.
4: <laughs> Keep in mind, uh, Sean gave it a four-star review on the old box.
3: That's not true at all, man. I heard
2: he hated it. He all just right. said that just to appease you. Q&A it's and, a, and all. That's uh, in black and white. Uh, or it's a... Black and white. It's yeah. black and white. Yeah. God, man. Because they
4: don't see color. I'm just kidding.
1: It was, Ooh, mean, it was meant for
4: dogs. <laughs> Do- Speaking of dogs, great, great dog joke. In there, um, let's uh, let's wrap it up. I guess. All right, that's it for us. Um, where can they find the show? Uh, you can hop on Instagram and do the right film underscore podcast. Check out. I, sometimes I do polls on the uh, the story Instagram story, so you can interact that way. Uh, we got Twitter, interact, retweet facebook and we have a website do the right film.com you can listen to we have a every episode on there if you're at like a work computer or something
3: they're all on there streaming or i mean you have if you have like a, a cell phone you can always go on iTunes. oh
0: i
4: know but it's like they're all on a list it's pretty convenient right. um other than that uh, i would appreciate if you leave us a review on itunes we uh, love to hear feedback and it helps us get in the uh, rotation on itunes so uh please uh, leave us a review and let us know what you think if you like Shape of Water and you think it should've won, we want to hear.
1: Yeah, if yeah, you guys have it. some recommendations, um, <laughs> <laughs> if
4: you have some recommendations,
1: let us know if we need to shut this bitch down. Yeah, I'm just curious. And uh, yeah, we also um, did you tell him about the Instagram or shit?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he just uh, okay, said forward. it. <laughs> I guess we're done then. Yeah, uh, Steve, what do we
3: need? Yeah, we need catchphrase.